Hi there. Welcome to This Week with Warp Lords Podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do... Fuck off, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's throwing me off my game. Uh, this is session five of Nine Realms. Uh, today I'm joined by everybody. Uh, we have got <laughs> I being Jared. Dude, I gotta fucking start over. That was terrible. No, no, no. I like it. Keep it. No, we're keeping it. <laughs> it's been a while since I've had a real train wreck of an intro, so I guess we'll just keep this yeah, one. Yeah, it's only been anyway. one session. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember if last session was a disaster or not. I don't know. It's been three weeks of good ones. I don't know. I'm not keeping track. Oh, my. <laughs> But anyway, yes, I'm Jared. I'm going to be the Neckbeard Supreme for Nine Realms, and this is going to be Session 5. I'm joined today by a bunch of people that you know. We got Graham, we got Devin, we got Mike, we got Danger, and we have got Dylan. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. My name is Mike. Hello. Hi. I play a character that is a wolf and also an owl, and uh, yeah, that's what I do. And I'm excited to play some games. I play a character that's a full owl and also has an entire brain because he's not half mongrel. <laughs> so that is Keyard and that is Hootsworth. Who else we got, guys? Uh, got hey, I'm Sen Danger. The, the, oh, oh, nope. Okay. Oh, well, uh, nope. <laughs> you don't, I don't go play in. anybody. I'm fucking ruined now. I'm dead. You got bamboozled. Gramboozled. There it is. <laughs> Great. Glad to see that make an appearance. <laughs> oh, am I going to go for real now? Okay, I guess I'm going to go for real now. <laughs> what uh, I to? played the recently, uh, in the past three seconds, resurrected uh, Cecil Finnegan, the shark bar that you know and love. Uh, and I play Fen, the, the rambunctious sailing otter who does in fact know and tolerates Cecil. Also, he's got two dragons that are super into him, and it's probably going to get weird. So thanks, Jared. Yeah, that's a thing that keeps happening. Uh, save the best for last. I'm Devin, and I play Hannibal. The elephant the el- guy. The elephant warrior man. The elephant man. The bringer of beef jerky to the children. <laughs> the bringer of the beef. <laughs> yeah. No, All you, right, have guys. To, you have to say jerky. You can't say bringer of beef. It's... Why? Is that weird? Yes. Recap, guys. What do you guys remember happening last week? Everyone that was present. Uh, we got back to town. We got drunk. Um, Mike did some creepy I'm going into a dead person's room stuff. Hey, don't talk about um, my things that I do. That's not creepy at all. All right, whatever. I fulfilled my promises. I brought back the dragons and the cart, and we were rewarded by uh, by being able to get a new cart and more dragons. And I also talked to uh, the priest that we we saved in the woods, and now he's making us hats. At the beginning of the session, you guys actually teleported back to find that the teleportation crystal was all fucked. Do you guys remember why? Oh yeah, because of the Grimlomklins. It was out of juice. It was out of juice, guys. It didn't have any more juice. Uh, yes, the superfluous simple bims, commonly referred to as fairies, live inside of the mailroom of the Adventurer's Guild. Uh, yeah, the teleportation crystal is powered by the simple bim tree, which is not able to replenish its magical energy without the Everspring. So you guys are supposed to go and get that.
Professor Hootsworth, uh, the last thing that you remember, the last that you were that you were present for was the teleportation crystal. Uh, you guys were all inside of a circle with your uh, with your cart full of beef jerky and your friends, um, and you guys were headed back to the Adventurers Guild. Um, something got all fucky when you guys teleported, though. Um, what you see around you, uh, as the teleportation crystal is activated by your friend Fen, gusts of wind begin to swirl around the party, but you specifically begin to feel very faint and kind of nauseous. Uh, the gusts spin around you and around you until something begins to feel off-kilter, kind of like you're rotating off-axis. As this happens, you begin to see yourself fall away from the party and plunge into darkness. You've completely lost control of your trajectory as you helplessly plummet through empty air. This uneasy feeling does not go away as you begin to feel like you are being watched. Your vision is distorted as you see the world come in and out of existence. You see a growing dark figure in the distance. Uh, it's a disembodied face with a wide grin and unblinking eyes. The face gets larger and larger and larger, and eventually it opens its mouth to swallow you whole. Every muscle in your body tenses up in panic. And then you die. Just kidding. Roll a will check. Oh, we don't like this. Oh, we really don't like this. That is an 11 out of 5. Your body tenses up even more in pain. You wince. Roll another will check. And to save the time, just keep doing it until you pass. And tell me how many times you fail. <laughs> you got a blackjack, did you? Yes. Okay, cool. I probably could have left that line out there. Anyway, suddenly, a noiseless explosion blinds you with bright light and you're loosed midair, completely off balance, moving at speeds. You've never, you've never flown this fast before. Uh, roll in agility. Oh, hey, I'm less good at that. Do the same thing. Tell me how many times you fail, and I'll tell you <laughs> how long this takes. The exact same thing happened. I failed miserably and then got a blackjack. So you flounder around through through the air as you're kind of blinded by this light, um, and blinded. manage to <laughs> blinded by the light. You manage to to, uh, <laughs> to catch yourself um, out of the corner of your eye. Uh, you see the sacred tree blinking in and out of existence over the horizon as your vision kind of starts to clear. It's there, and then it's not there, and then it's there, and then it's not there. Uh, roll a sense. Same deal? Yeah. So two failures and then a regular pass. Perfect. Um, so for a while, you're just kind of moving faster than you really are, are capable of dealing with, and you try to slow down, but you can't really. You're just moving really, really, really fast. But then you start to see these purple wisps uh, through the air as the, everything kind of just gets all fucky. And you start to be able to see like the wind currents. And it reminds you of something that you've seen before when you jumped off of the sacred tree to begin with multiple sessions ago. And it seems to be guiding you in a direction. Do you once again trust the currents or do you Absolutely. go a different way? I'll trust the currents. They have not led me wrong before. Cool. Uh, so your peripheral vision gets all fucky, and it's you don't really see so much going around, like what's below you or what's around you. You're just kind of following these wisps, and you fly directly through an open window into 
a pile of burlap sacks. Deja vu. As you come to, you hear the sound of crackling. And that's what happened to you last week. <laughs> yeah, where uh, where am I? You are inside of a kitchen. Uh, you ran into a bunch of burlap sacks that look identical to the burlap sacks that Kiard smashed into a while back. Um, they are Bombly's burlap sacks. You're in a kitchen and you hear the crackling sounds of bacon. You see a... Um, so you're in a kitchen and you see a deer who is wearing a chef's hat. Um, he seems to be preparing some kind of breakfast. And you he looks at you angrily. Uh, he's a lanky deer wearing a chef's hat with a mustache and circular glasses. Hey, what are you doing there? Pardon me, I went on a bizarre teleporter accident and then I woke up here. I believe I was sent here for a reason. I think I am destined to help you cook. Oh, well, you broke some of my products, so if you help me with breakfast, I guess I'll let you off easy. The name's Buckley. What's your name? My name is Professor Hootsworth. All right. Well, Professor Hootsworth, hop on the station over there. Uh, we got to get some breakfast out for the scuzzy buckle. So uh, that's that's what we're going to be doing here. And then we'll cut right back to you guys, uh, who would be waking up in the scuzzy buckle where you guys decided to rest in preparation for your activities today. What do you do? Go get some breakfast. Yep, that. That's the one. I'm hungry. Um, I'd probably wake up, yeah. Probably sleep in as much as he Let's could. get some grub. <laughs> get some breakfast. Right. Uh, so you guys walk down the stairs. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Kiard is separate from you guys because I believe he chose to sleep in a different room. When you guys go downstairs, there's a bunch of breakfast that is set up for you guys. You got a bunch of eggs, bacon, traditional breakfast stuff. There's some slices of bread, and there are a couple people who are sitting behind uh, tables using, uh, you know, kitchen kitchen uh, kitchen tools to make you guys things to order if you want something different. One of the people that you see there is Professor Hootsworth. I would just He's sit down, <laughs> and I go, oh, Hootsworth, you're actually doing doing what you love to do. Did you get a new job? No, I got swallowed by a giant face and then woke up here. Well, that sounds awful. Can I have some eggs, please? <laughs> Certainly. So, one of those succeeded, but I did not get a blackjack, so I successfully produce eggs. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's some pretty good eggs, my dude. Right. Um, basically, anything that you guys want to order specifically, uh, you just walk up to the, the the chefs there. If you have any questions for them or anything... Um, they can help you out, but the from what I can tell, it seems like Hootsworth's cooking up a storm there. Not magical storm though. So what's your what's your plan here? Like, what do you guys plan on doing today? The thing that we're supposed to do. We're gonna go to the Grimbloplin Forest and do the thing. And the <laughs> yeah, our plan was to get hats and leave. Get hats and leave. Okay, so that's the plan. Restore the magic waterfall or whatever. <laughs> The Everspring, of course. Um, yeah. yeah. Hootsworth, after you finish with the breakfast service, Buckley kind of nods you off, says, Well, thanks for the help there. That's a weird frying pan you have, by the way. What the hell is that? Uh, so he points at your frying pan, and there's a weird kind of purple uh, gem in the handle of it with this weird 
black slit in the center. Kind of almost looks like an eye. Huh. Was that there before? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Nah, it wasn't. That's weird. Uh, I'm going to use... I'm going to make an intelligence check to see if I know what this is. Go for it. Well, I failed the intelligence check. I'm going to use Conway's trivia. Always fun. And I passed my luck check, so I learned something that is relevant to the situation. Sure. Uh, There are certain elemental gems that can cause magic properties uh, when attached to items. I believe this is an elemental gem that imparts my frying pan with magic power. Cool. I believe Cecil said you guys wanted to go pick up some hats. Is that the is that the plan? Oh, I mean, they don't have to come with me. Yeah, I failed like a series of vitality checks uh, before I finally passed one. It was like five. So Kiard would come down really hungover. And then is there breakfast on the table at this point? He'd wake up really late. Yes. Um, there is still a bunch of greasy breakfast stuff set up for you guys. Uh, There's eggs, you've got bacon, you've got sausages, and depending on when you come down, you may also have two chefs that are standing behind a table taking uh, breakfast orders specifically. Well, he would just be coming down with with his head down, kind of like hungover, grab as much greasy food as he can, and just fucking start eating it. Red? Not say anything. Yeah. So, Hootsworth, what do you think of my inn? I think that you're a chef that is too good for this establishment. Ah, you're too kind. I named it after myself a while back. Our our uh, cooking skills have inc- inc- improved incredibly in the past ten or so years. It's not so scuzzy anymore. Do you happen to have any recipes I could add to my book? Yeah, I mean, any of the ones we just worked on. A lot of breakfast stuff there. Omelets. Anyway, yeah, he gives you the recipe for a Southwest-style omelet. Southwest omelet. And what's this guy's name again? His name's Buckley. That's why it's called the Scuzzy Buckle. Buckley. Parentheses. Also, all deers apparently have buck in their name somewhere. Kind of like bears. (laughs) They're all named Barry. No does? I don't know. No does. It's funny, I was (laughs) thinking about that, and I was like, dude, I just think antlers look really cool. So, like, I don't know. I need to get some doze dough. Should incorporate that. Dem Less dough. dudes. Well, don't let me stop you from making progress. Thank you. I will I will put them in at some point. Right on. So, uh, I don't really have much else to say about you guys eating breakfast here. So, as soon as you guys are ready to make your way back to um, back to the, the church there to pick up your hats, we can get into that. Give me the hats. I want the hats. <laughs> Give me the hats. I want the hat. Ah, uh, who, Hootsworth, where, where were you? I got swallowed by a giant face, and then I saw the great tree, and then I made breakfast. Yeah, uh, okay. L- let's unpack this later. Unpack, but I've just gotten the card already! I'd like walk <laughs> in from outside. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, you guys have this dope cart. <clears throat> I meant, I meant more like what happened to him. I, uh, my oh, head's yeah, the weird face swallowing me. thing. You mean, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't understand what the face swallowing. What face? Whose face? It's a great question. Did I recognize the face? Uh, no, you didn't. There, it was weird looking. It was like a uh, kind of supernatural and massively huge. 
I'm going to use Conway's trivia in regards to the face. And I failed my luck check. Okay. So that means you get something that's not relevant to that. Yeah, not relevant or useful at all. And here we go. Yes, uh, then we get the pause. Thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's funny. It would have been smart if I just wrote down a shit ton of unrelated facts and just pull one each time. But no, it's cool. I mean, like, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't do that. There's got to be like a Snapple cap generator or something. God damn it! In the underbrush, uh, the uh, the bazaar is lit by the veins of the tree. It has an eerie green glow that lights the whole area. Regarding the giant face, and I stare off into the distance for a moment. In the underbrush, the paths are lit by the veins of the great tree. And then I just nod and walk away. <laughs> cool. Uh, like, ver- varicose veins? I, I, ah. And he just goes back to his greasy food. Um, at this point, they start kind of packing up the stations there. Um, there's still a, uh... There's still a server there waiting for you guys if you need help. And there's a dishwasher. But aside from that, it seems like most of the people have cleared out at this point, And it's basically just Kiard really hungover, eating the greasiest foods that he can find. Is anybody else hungover for this session? I can't really remember if anyone else drank heavily. I think it was just Kiard. I failed another vitality check. I'm still hungover. <laughs> so, so for the record, Kiard didn't drink that much. He just doesn't really drink. He's a lightweight. He's filling those hollow bones up with booze. Yeah, he weighs like fucking 70 pounds. Perfect. So, uh, Hootsworth, you see something out front. Your cart looks different. It's way zazzier. It's definitely been zazzed up at least five levels. Um, and you, the dragons look a bit different. Uh, Hootsworth, just for the record, I are you accompanying them? Yeah. Okay, I don't know sense. where we're going, but I'll go with them. It's true. I kind of just assumed, but then I was like, well, I guess maybe he just found his home at the Scuzzy Buckle and just wants to be a chef. Fuck fuck I'll, that Bombly guy. I'll say hi to the new dragons, because I'm guessing they're different dragons. Yes, uh, they are two female dragons. One of them is like a green-bluish color, and the other one is golden brown. Um, there is a third one that's not pulled by a cart that's kind of like a more lithe female dragon they really like the female dragons this one is red and purple and it has brown leather saddlebags describe what your cart looks like if you remember it's a fancy cart it's a fancy cart it's more of a caravan to be honest that's true it's more of a, a wagon like it's a covered wagon it is filled with many comfy pillows yeah you can't get into the beef jerky business with a with a tiny ass cart you need a caravan yeah it's heavy and, and luxurious uh, so you guys, uh, you said you wanted to say hi to the dragons? Yes. Hello, noble dragons. My name is Professor Hootsworth. <laughs> Hello. My name's Typhoon. This over here is Henrietta. Where's the otter? Do I know where the otter is? <laughs> uh, where are, is the otter? <laughs> Probably with the rest of the group still. He's in the cart. Oh, lovely. Ah, I really like that one. I want to make sure that he's okay. Anyway, where to? They kind of just are looking around. I don't know. I turn to the group. The dragons want to know where you idiots are going. Except for you, Mr. Otter. They seem to like you. (laughs) Us idiots are heading back to the church. 
They said that we're going back to the church. Oh, okay. Well, we know where that is. Hop on in. I will hop on in. All right, so you guys hop into your caravan, uh, with the exception of Kiard, I believe, because he has his own dragon. Um, and you guys take the short ride from the Scuzzy Buckle to the Celestial Bear Church. Um, are you guys all going to go in this time? Uh, yeah. Knowing that I'm getting a hat this time, I'm not going to stay with the cart. I'll go it's true. in. The, the, the call of hats is too exciting. Um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so... Uh, anyone that decides that does not want to go in, tell me. Um, but I'm going to assume you all are. So you walk in and it's a familiar sight to anyone who's been here before. Uh, there's a bunch of kind of pews laid to the side and there are a bunch of children running around happily, happily about their day. Some of them are even chewing on beef jerky delightedly. Uh, <laughs> you see, you see Tiberius. Um, Schneebly is not there. Uh, and yeah. Excuse me, sir. Um, oh, is Cargus around? Cargus, yes. He, he, oh, you're back for your hats. Yes. You well, know it. Uh, he's been very excited about it. Um, hey, please come with me. Come. Come with me. It's so weird, uh, RPing a happy sounding Tiberius, but I feel like that's the closest I can get. Anyway, children, behave. Let's, let's show them their hats. Um, <laughs> So he, he leads you through this church into a back room and you see a bunch of like head models with hats on it. And, uh, Cargus is now wearing completely different clothing. Uh, he's kind of got almost like an apron on. He's got uh, a tomato full of, you know, needles in it. And, uh, he just looks absolutely like in his element and delighted. Um, hey, Jared, can I make a, a sense check real quick? Yes, you can. I failed. I wanted to know if the tomato was a real tomato. It's too hard to tell. It's too hard to tell. It fucking could be. It could be. Um. So it's anyway, a easy way to find out. This is true. Will I into it oh. like Nick Cage? <laughs> Hello there. Uh, you've returned for your hats. I've finished them all. Actually, uh, I'm quite proud of each and every one. Um. I don't even know. Who should I? Okay, here's here's this fun one. Um, he pulls out like the tiniest little cowboy hat. It like fits <laughs> in between his fingers. Um, Hannibal, I made this for your for your rock. Um, it's a tiny little adorable tan cowboy hat that has a brown band around it, and there's like a little neck band to keep it in place. I put it on the rock. Um, does it fit? Per- it fits perfectly. This guy can eyeball heads like nobody's business. He can even eyeball a rock. He can eyeball a rock. He knows. He doesn't even need to measure. Um, and for for Kiart, your friends said that they wanted to give you a tall pointed hat. But I, I wanted to zazz it up a little bit. Make it a little bit peppier. Make it give it a little more pep. Uh, here's what I've got for you. Um, he, he walks over to one of the, one of the heads and it's, uh, a light, soft leather, dark green hat. It's very tall, but the soft leather kind of makes it so the point dips down a little bit. Um, it also has a brown cloth wrap around it, but it's just a really, really big hat. Wait, can you explain that to me again? Because I'm confused about what this hat looks like. <laughs> it's a dunce hat that's been jazzed up. It's no, it's it's more like a mage hat. Honestly, it looks more like a mage mage hat. 
It's still a, it's still a tall pointed hat, which is what was asked for. But I, I've, sorry. I should be talking in character. Well, your friends asked for a tall pointed hat, and I think they were trying to have a laugh at you, but I, I figured that I would make it a little bit more, you know, Cargus's touch. If I'm going to make a hat, I want it to be good. So anyway, it's a, it's a wide brimmed hat, uh, that's very tall. Kind of looks more like a mage kind of hat, but it's dark green. Uh, well, um, thanks. I, I appreciate it. Um, uh, what, what'd you say your name was? My name's Cargus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, I remember you. I, yes. You, you all saved me and I wanted to thank you. saved you from a bowl. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I wanted right. to thank you by making you lovely hats. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to apologize if I was being a dick. Uh, oh man! Oh, it, it, thanks for the hat. No need. Appreciate it. I, the help that you've done has been great, and what you've done for the children as well has been made such a huge difference. But let's get on to this next one. Cecil, I can see you eyeballing it. Yes, that's the one. Uh, he walks over. <laughs> I have been just so excited for this hat. All right. So, uh, Cecil, he walks over to one, and it's. You asked me for a fancy light blue Zazzy hat, and I kind of looked at you, and here's what I came up with. Uh, he shows you a light blue, really fancy-looking turban that has an oversized burnt orange, red, and yellow feather that comes out from the front of it. Oh my goodness, sir, this is just so incredible. I couldn't have thought of anything better myself. Thank you, Cargus. Thank you. Lovely. I'm, I hope that you like it. Fen, over here. Uh, you, your friends asked to give you a, a, a black captain hat. So I kind of gave you one of, one of these. I thought it was fitting because you kind of have this weird edginess to you. Uh, he walks over to a black brimmed hat that has gold stitching. Uh, the top of it is flat and one of the, the brims on the right side is upturned to the side. Um, and on that same side, a black feather comes out of it. Um, and then, oh, I was wondering if you would actually make it out here. Hootsworth, I was hoping that you would come, because I've got you one as well. Thank you, Mr. Bear. Hold on, hold on. And he kind of, like, digs through some stuff. Um, he pulls out, like, a very, very tiny, tiny chef's hat. Uh, but it's, like, too small for your head. Oh, that's perfect. I was just going to say that I wear it at a jaunty angle. Oh, it seems that I know you too well. <laughs> Cargus can tell. Cargus can tell. Um, so really quickly, are, are you guys putting on your hats? Oh, I put mine on immediately. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. So um, there are bonuses associated with all of these hats. Um, I'll kind of go in order here. Uh, Kiard, if you will put your hat on, it gives you a plus one bonus to your sense. Uh, Cecil, your Zazzy hat gives you a plus one bonus to your style. Fen, oh, your right. black captain hat gives you a plus one to your charisma. Devin, you can write this down, though it doesn't really matter that much. Your rock gets a plus one to intelligence. <laughs> um, and Hootsworth, <laughs> Hootsworth <laughs> you, you get a plus one to style because that is a very jaunty hat. Um, I'm so happy. I hope you all like your hats. And I will say, you all look lovely. Um, and the other thing that I'll say uh, about these hats... Kiard, are you resisting putting on the hat? Kiard did not put on the hat. Okay. 
I will not tell you what happens unless you put on <laughs> Gundy. You don't have to. You don't have to if you Kiard don't want is, to. Kiard is like very much kind of in a stupor at the moment, and he kind of just like graciously accepted the hat. He apologized to somebody, which is like kind of weird for him, and he just kind of has the hat. Like, is it? Is it? Is it malleable? Like, would it would it ruin it to fold it? Kind of like have it over his arm and fold it halfway. It's a leather hat, right? It's like a soft leather. I mean, you can you can try to fuck with it if you want. Well, no, he's not trying to it's fuck with it. Now. It's just kind of like it's just kind of hanging over his arm, like with the tip at one end and the the other end at the other. Like, I mean, it can like compress. You can compress the hat. Yeah, exactly. He has like, the hat. He just hasn't put it on yet. Okay. Cool. Um, if you choose to at any point, let me know. Well, anyway, um, all of you, I, I just wanted to thank you, and I, I really hope that you enjoy your, your new hats. Um, Hannibal, I'm st- I would have loved to make one for that, that head of yours. There's something so nice about the way that your ears look. I think I would have been able to make a good one. But I understand not everyone likes hats, and he kind of looks at Kiard kind of just with a look of disappointment. Like he was, it wasn't good enough. Wait, do I notice? Do I notice that he looks at the at me like that? You can roll a sense. Oh come on, that fucking hit my lighter. Give me. Can I? Can I have another one? I rolled of a twelve out of do. five, but can I roll another one? Roll another one. Roll away. Yeah, I didn't get that one either. I don't yeah, you missed, the, you missed the look. You missed the look. Not everyone likes likes hats and i understand that and you'd sense no expression on his face that would dictate indicate that he doesn't actually feel that way uh so where are you boys headed it's very far out of town we'll be gone for quite some time no we're going to the we're going to a forest in the southwest the uh simp simplemem forest something oh, like yes. that the, the simplemem forest indeed do you know it Oh, yes, of course. It's south with a, a little bit west. But, you know, south and a bit. Mostly just south. Yeah, what yeah do you, I fucked up my map again. What do you know about the southwest. simple bims? Well, they're lovely mail carriers. I will say that for sure. And we, they've been delightful to be around. They, um, the simple bims are the superfluous simple bims. I, I'll just call them fairies. They're, they're lovely people. Um, but, yes... They unfortunately were forced away from their home due to the the uh, two-headed bulls, or as they call them, Grumlomplins. The yeah, I think we slow- can call them two-headed bulls. I think I think you've encountered these before, haven't you? Well, yes, you guys actually saved me from one. Yeah, oddly exactly. enough, funny how that works. But yes, uh, they've grown to become quite territorial over over the years, and the uh, the fairies were forced to leave their home. Uh, do you have a map? I can mark where it is. Yeah, I got, I've got one right here. I think we have a solution. They are territorial, but also delicious. If we just consume all of them, then they won't be a problem anymore. Even if we don't consume all of them ourselves, we could just get more jerky for the business. I am on board with this plan. I'm sure the children would appreciate it if you were ever to bring back any more jerky. Well, um, you may be in luck, Cargus. We might come back with more jerky. No promises, though. Hey, Cargus. I, I know we're not, you know, the the best of friends, or whatever. But I consider you to be friends. You saved me. 
Okay, well, you're wearing I, my hats. I I appreciate this hat. I enjoy this hat. I have to say though, it's quite tall, and I'm kind of like a person that relies on how short I am. Is there any way you can make this hat shorter? I suppose I could. I could put some changes into it if you if you need it. I I I don't. Hold I on, do try, appreciate try, just the work. Try it on. Just try it on. I I do appreciate the work you put into it, but I. I'm just saying it's going to increase my visual profile, you know, like. What if you, Keon, what if you just rolled the hat up a little bit? What if you just kind of rolled it in on itself? Like hemming some pants. That sounds really silly, Cecil. Like, I I don't see why we have to roll the hat when this guy can just modify the hat. Check this out. Uh, He literally does that and he rolls it backward. And now it kind of just points downward in the back a little bit, but it no longer is tall. Wow, what a t- what an awful suggestion when he could just ta- do exactly what I said. I think Kiard <laughs> tried to do that to begin with, and I was just being an asshole. So yeah, is there is there a mirror? Do you have like can I can I see what this hat looks like? Well, I'd... of course you can. Uh, do you put it on? I mean, once the mirror is present, I do put the hat on. Yes, sure. So as you put the hat on. You notice that your vision gets better. Uh, you get a plus one to sense, and you are wearing a leather, dark green hat that's not that tall. Uh, it has a wide brim, and it kind of just blocks out some of the sunlight a bit, so it helps with your hangover. Wait, <laughs> I'm so confused. Is this thing just folded backward? So it's like <laughs> it's like a slouchy hat, but like a wizard slouchy hat. <laughs> I'm imagining like Vivi from Final Fantasy IX at this point, because it's bent backwards. Any anyway, I mean, if you want me to make modifications to your hat, I absolutely can. Your friends just asked for this, so I tried to do what, with it what I could. Yeah, well, but... y- you say friends like. It just it, would you mind just making the hat shorter? I I I appreciate the work. I just you, you can take the material back or whatever. I feel like you've used an excess amount of material here. Okay. If you just cut uh, it down, I will try to have it done bit. by tomorrow. Now, don't don't worry about tomorrow. I don't even know when we're going to be back. Just I, I I seriously I appreciate it. Just just cut the hat down a little bit. Cool. Uh, so as he takes the hat off, there's like uh. For a moment, there was like a glimmer on all of you guys, and when he takes the hat off, it's like de-zazzed. Um He hands it back to Cargus, uh, and Cargus tells you that he will work on it and try to get you another one. Uh, are you guys going to? Actually, did he mark on the map where you guys were going yet? I think that was. I think so. Yeah, I gave him a map. Okay. Yeah, so he marks it. He marks it for you guys. I shared the image of where it is. Um, to kind of just tell you where it is, because you've been somewhere near this before. Which of you specifically? Kiard, Hannibal, and Hootsworth. Uh, when you guys, in the very first session around the lake, you're basically going to be going to like the northeast of that, kind of on the other side. Um, but it's a similar area. Um, yeah, so you guys start making your way out of there. Wait! Wait! Schneebly kind of like busts through the door. Are they still here? Are they still here? Hannibal. Hannibal. I, I've got something for you. I had to beg that guy all night. Yeah. I melted down. Hello, Hannibal. I was so thankful that you helped the children that I decided to melt down my old weapons and the, sa- the, the weapons of Tiberius to get you these. 
I had to yell at that old shark all night to get him to make it, but he finally did. Uh, he's got, he holds out two, like, tusk pieces. Uh, they're steel tusks that are intricately uh, engraved. They look way nicer than the ones that you currently have on. Dope. Wow, thanks, Schneebly. All this for some bull jerky. I said I wasn't going to be uh, a warrior anymore, and neither was Tiberius, so what use were our weapons? I just wanted to try to help you guys, since you were trying to help us all. Well, thanks. Uh, we really appreciate it. These are these are wonderful, Schneebly. Uh, there is a symbol engraved on the... Like, both of uh, the tusk armor pieces on the outside. It kind of looks like a weird in-between of, like, the General Mills sign and a bunch of Fs. Essentially what it is is a fancy-looking FF. Or Flint Flugelglass. Oh. The guy who is too busy to fucking do anything for you guys. But anyway, <laughs> um, if you put them on, uh, they give you an additional two armor and give you a plus one to will. Whoa, I'm friggin' jacked up now. Yes. Um, oh, you all look so lovely. Anyway, uh, thanks again. If you if you ever have more uh, beef jerky, the children loved it. I mean, we got more right now. We got a whole wagon full. Come take some more, kids. A whole wagon full? Really? You hear that? Like one of yeah. the children <laughs> laughing, who's like... <laughs> Oh come, boy! Come, come, come on, never... come grab another handful. Oh yes! Uh, and the uh, the children run out excitedly uh, <laughs> to get more beef jerky from from the caravan, and there's the shout the shouts of children's laughter. So so they grab a bunch of beef jerky. It it amounts to about another five pounds, and they're all very excited. Wow! Thanks, Mister. Well, sure, you're a real nice guy. That's my best child. I don't know what's worse, my women voices or my children. Voices. I think I, I think your children's voices are great and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> well, a grown man doing a falsetto. Anyway, uh, the the orphans are happy that you have once again given them more food, which they they don't have that much of. And from there on, uh, you guys have your hats, and you're welcome to continue onward. Sweet, onward to the southwest. Onward. Onward. <sighs> sure. Uh, so you guys make your way um, out of, of Bjornfjord. Uh, it's a site that you've seen se several times at this point. Uh, instead of going west like you did last time, you take a different road uh, going just kind of directly south. Um, there is a, a river that kind of just travels through the continent, kind of where Bjornfjord is. And as you continue, the elevation slowly goes down, goes down. And um, yeah, you keep making your way there. You're making good time because you are riding your dragons. And eventually you come to a bridge late in the day. Um, at this point, it's getting a bit dark out. Um, but you see the bridge to, to the left there. It takes you a long time to travel that far. So as you guys kind of move further and further away from Bjornfjord, you start to see the forest on your on your left as you go. Uh, it's kind of on the east from where you are, since you're traveling south. Um, and yeah, the trees are just very, very vibrantly green. 
um, and it gets more and more dense the further that you go. When you reach this bridge, it is a stone bridge. Uh, there's kind of three arc arches uh, that are like, uh, what am I trying to say? Sitting <laughs> in the actual like riverbed holding the bridge up, but there are no guards that you can see. I'll fly around and make sure there's nothing hiding under the bridge. Sure. Uh, you go down uh, beneath the bridge, and there is a uh, a very poor-looking bear. He's got, like, one of those hobo sticks with the handkerchief <laughs> put holding his stuff together. He looks very downtrodden. One of his shoes, like, the... Uh, he's, like, laying in the water for some reason. <laughs> No, just kidding. He's not. Uh, okay. There's a hammock. There's a hammock that he's set up, and he's sitting in it. You can see one of his shoes. Uh, the the sole is falling off, and you can see his toes through it. But aside from the presumably homeless person, you don't see anything. Is does only Hootsworth see the homeless person, or does everyone? Uh, you can't see him from where you're standing. He would have to tell you. I'm going to land next to the homeless person. All right. Uh, so he is on a hammock. Uh, beneath him, there are some stones that you could land on if you wanted to, um, but there's just, you know, rushing water passing. Uh, it's a gentle stream, so it's not anything too overwhelming. <clears throat> yes? <clears throat> what? What is it? My companions and I are about to travel over your bridge, and I'm just checking to make sure you're not going to attempt to rob us. It's not my bridge. I don't own the bridge. I just sleep under the bridge. I don't have a roof over my head, so I use the bridge. So you're not going to rob us? No, I won't. Life has already taken everything from me. I wouldn't want to do it to another. Thank you. Have a nice day. And then I fly back to the group. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Well, this is all I needed. Later. (laughs) Yes, so uh, this down-in-his-luck homeless bear uh, who sleeps beneath the bridge was not going to bother you in any way, according I'm to I'm going to give him some schmeckles. Did you see him, though? Hey, Hootsworth, what was down there? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bear living under the bridge, but he said he is not going to rob us. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. We should keep going. That's good. Now I'm going to give him some schmeckles. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know he. You don't even know he needs money. What if that's an insult? He lives under a bridge. Of course, he needs money. You don't know he lives under the bridge. He, he just, just could be under the bridge. Hootsworth just said he lived under there. Yeah, you're gonna believe everything that comes out of his mouth. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> oh, okay. from where you're okay. standing, there there's like a hillside that you can kind of walk down. Uh, it's I'm a not walking bit down. I'm just gonna toss it down. <laughs> like like you're throwing coins down a well. <laughs> I wish that you would have a happy life. Here. <laughs> fuck this is fuck you money. I'm throwing him five schmeckles and some beef jerky. Uh there is like a splash, splash noise as uh actually it's five schmeckles. It's like um and huh? <laughs> that was like not quite as Tim Allen as what I was going for. What? That was supposed to be Tim Allen? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember. What uh-huh. So <laughs> oh, that was a pretty good one. Um, so yeah, that's see, that's more than I was going for. A Tim Allen like noise comes uh, from underneath the bridge as as you you hear a guy splashing around. Oh joy! 
five schmeckles. Yes! I'm gonna buy new shoes. That was not his voice, but uh, when he's excited, apparently he yells like that. Um, yeah, so you, you <laughs> give some schmeckles to this poor homeless man and go on. And beef jerky. Don't forget that. And beef jerky. Hold on. Sorry, bull jerky. <laughs> Two-headed bull jerky. The bull Sorry, jerky manages... jerky. <laughs> Grumlomplin jerky. Yes, so the the jerky manages to find... Uh, it, it gets caught in a rock and doesn't go down the stream, so he manages to get some jerky. Good on you, nameless homeless person that we <laughs> made. Uh, it's not going to be spat out into the lake there. Speaking of which, guys, what's your plan for this whole beef jerk or sorry, Grumlomplin jerky thing? We're just gonna keep giving it to the less fortunate. My my plan is I just make jerky when I'm provided with an excess of meat. That's my and plan. also we eat it and give it to our dragons. Yeah, and to orphans and homeless bears. Here's the thing. Yeah, beef jerky doesn't go bad. It's true. I just I was curious to hear the, your strategy though. Just like for what? We'll just take you, it with us. <laughs> it's already in the cart. Are you gonna make like big? No, I. I mean, when you run into inevitably, when you run into more Gremlomplins, are you going to try to get more? I'm gonna to- taunt them with it. I'm gonna eat it while taunting them, and tell them that they're next. If we run into more of them, we're going to make more jerky and steak. That's yeah, what exactly. I assumed. That's why I was asking. Okay. Anyway, I didn't mean to distract that much. I just was curious what your plan was. Traveling through a forest with hundreds and hundreds of pounds of, of It's the bull same meat. as we have been traveling with it this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is getting dark. Uh, are you guys going to keep moving forward in the dark? Or are you going to wait till it's sunny out? What's the plan? I can see in the dark, so I don't give a shit about these people. I think it'd be best if we waited and made camp for the night. Yeah, it's fine. It's generally a solid idea, since most of your group can't see at night. So I'm guessing we make a fire. Well, you don't give a shit about us. You're just leaving without us. No, no. I'm saying that if I can see in the dark, so if we're going to travel through the night, then I don't care if the rest of you can't see. But if we're stopping to make camp... Oh, oh, oh. It's true. Yeah, I mean, like, if if we're going to stop, we might as well, you know, make a fire, set a camp, set watch orders. So, Jared, I got a thing I yes. want to do. Do the thing you want to do. So, while we're making the fire, can I be, like, standing nearby the wood before it's lit? I don't see why not. You guys will have to gather some wood, though. But you're right next to a forest, so it doesn't take you long. So, once the wood is, like, piled and we're preparing to uh, light it, I'm going to be staring real intently because I'm just thinking about all the things I can cook on this soon-to-be fire. And uh, lasers shoot out of my eyes. Oh, yeah, because that's a thing now. Uh, <laughs> Hootsworth now has the magical ability to shoot lasers out of his eyes. Gas. That's fine. Does it? <laughs> that's fine. It's not that weird. So I, I start the fire with my eye yeah, lasers. Fine. Yeah, so uh, it's uh, this this pile of wood is now on fire. On fire. Yeah, you used it specifically to use fire elements, right? Yes. On fire. Cool. So it lights up without any difficulty whatsoever. Now you guys have a fire. You hear someone in the distance like, oh, who's over there? There's still the guy sleeping under the bridge. No one, go away! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry to have bothered you. I defaulted into that old voice again. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry to have bothered you. Oh, is that Kiard? No. That's, I'm just the bear guy. Anyway, 
Now I'm gonna disappear. Okay, see ya. Okay, have a good night. All right, you have a wonderful <laughs> night, bear person. And he's silent and doesn't say anything else. Uh, you guys... Is he still there? <laughs> or is he's he underneath leave? the bridge. He's under the bridge. Oh, okay. The bridge was so long ago. You guys made camp, like, next to it. I didn't I realize we were it. that close to the bridge, so that's my bet. So you guys get your get your camp set up. Um, is there anything that you guys wanted to do with a bit of downtime that you have? Or do you guys just want to, like, get some rest and then... Can I make a couple checks to see if I can uh, fit this, uh, if I can fix my drum on my own? Uh, you can try. Because I have the, I, I have that, like, leather for the drum, and I have the mm -hmm. drum itself. What would you like me to roll? Intelligence. Hard no. That's a nine out of three. You spend a lot of time looking at it, and the thing that kind of is worrying you is, I don't want to mess up this head, because if I mess it up, then I would have to find another one. How do I even put this on top? You have like a few different pieces. You've got like the, you've got like the, the barrel portion of the drum and then you've got a rim on top of it. Um, and then there's just some weird kind of like lengths of leather. You're kind of just looking at it like, I'm a string guy and you try to fuck with it, but you don't really make that much progress before you go to bed. Might have to like, you know, ask someone who knows how to do this, how it's done. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I kind of spend my night looking, observing that, seeing if there's anything that I can do. Uh, as there's nothing that I can do, I would go to bed. So if there's nothing else that you guys wanted to do, uh, you guys can set up a watch schedule or do whatever it is that you'd like to do. You are, like, right near the entrance to the forest at this point. Oh, oh, Jared. Jared, Jared, Jared. Yeah. yeah. So I rolled my checks to make dinner for the group. Yep. Mm, one of yep. them was a blackjack. Oh, magical dinner. Cool. Um, what are you making specifically? Uh, what do I have to work with? You have a lot of jerky, and you can scavenge around and find some different uh, <laughs> different herbs. Do you have stuff that you just bring around with you just because? I feel like we've never... I, I assume that I would, because you know, chef. I know you have, like, spices, but I, I haven't heard of you saying, like, yes, of course, I have bags of onions <laughs> for the, at the ready, and tomatoes and p potatoes and plenty of chicken stock because i like soups i don't know uh, all i have written down on my sheet is just backpack that has rope rations and fire starter in it okay so yeah i'm guessing i'd make like a soup given what i have on hand sure you make a a beef stew and partially rehydrate the beef jerky <laughs> while doing so uh sorry the bull jerky um, so yeah, basically you make a, a dinner for everyone that is a beef stew, and had we decided on magical effects that your cooking would do, I feel like I said, I'll make it up. Yeah, I think you said you would make <laughs> it up, and then... Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, cool. So, thinking of what would be fun, you all gain one armor physical armor resistance for the next 24 hours. Hot in addition to what you already have. You said armor? Yes. Oh, yeah. Do our awesome hats offer any base defenses? Like, do they have ranks, or is it just the yeah, stat boosts? Yeah, is there armor attached? There's no armor attached to any of them except for the tusks. They just give you boons to uh, stats. Yeah, it's a good-ass dinner. Who would have known that you could have made beef jerky turn into beef stew through the magic of magical cooking? There is nothing that bothers you in the night, uh, so nothing really happens 
uh, in terms of people attacking you. You wake in the morning feeling refreshed and like you could take a hit a bit better. Uh, today is a very sunny, bright day. The sky is very clear and it's somewhat warm. It seems like you guys are probably about ready to, to go into this forest. Uh, what is the plan for your caravan and your dragons in the event that the forest becomes dense or something to that effect? Are you planning on bringing it with you? I don't see why not. I mean, if we can drive it, why wouldn't we? And I guess we'd have to park it when we have to park it, you know? I don't trust under the uh, under the bridge bear guy to watch over the <laughs> caravan and the dragons. Well, we can just tell the honest. dragons to watch it if we have to leave it. Or we'll excuse me, dra- I can tell the dragons to watch it. Yeah, we'll have the dragons watch our cart for us. The kind of mouth of the forest going into it, there is a path that goes along it for a while. Um, so you would be able to travel with your dragons. Um, but as you do kind of go further and further into the forest, it does begin to get significantly more dense. There is a stream that runs along the side of you guys to your right. And it's kind of weird how the trees, like the roots of the trees, literally seem to be grown, growing into the stream directly in the water, not on the side of it. Um, everything around you is vibrantly green. You see, like, moss on all of the rocks, and it's very, very, honestly, beautiful. Um, You can see beams of light coming through the canopy. Uh, The trees in this area are maybe, like, 50 feet tall. You hear the sounds of bugs. You hear the sounds of birds. It's basically a forest. I check out the river. I'm going to make a sense check on the river. Or, well, I'm rolling detect magic on the river, I should say. Yes. That's Uh, a fucking fail. (laughs) a six out of two well you can't really tell if there's magic coming from it or not but it definitely looks like more of a stream that kind of is like spitting out into the river or maybe potentially even the lake that you're next to um but it you know it's just you hear the i don't what's what sound does a stream make it's like a trickling noise almost like a babbling something like a that, babbling yeah. a babbling brook that's what brooks do brooks babble uh, what do streams do stream we need alliteration they simmer. They, sure. Do they simmer? It's a simmering stream um, to your side. Slushing. That's good, too. Uh, the The stream kind of slushes through these, these roots that are growing into it. Is there anything you guys kind of want to check out before you, before I take the reins again? I mean, Kiard would go ahead of the cart, obviously, because he has oh, yeah. less Scouting. profile than the rest of them. So he'd... Be fully aware of any sort of like, you know, uh, enemies or be trying to look for some sort of uh, adverse group as he moves forward, uh, less hindered than the cart is. I'll also fly ahead and scout with Kiard because I can fly and also talk to trees. True. And the two of you probably uh, would, you know, that the Grumlomplins are fairly large. You know, so you'd imagine you'd probably hear them, especially with all of these thick, dense, forested areas. Well, I am still on my dragon. Of course. But I mean, you still would, would imagine that you'd be able to hear them fairly easily. Yeah. How the fuck would a goddamn bull sneak around in this area? I'm looking for things that are not bulls. Uh, you see a lot of them. You see tiny little cute squirrels, you know, getting getting little acorns in their mouth, one in each cheek, kind of just whoops. 
what did that squirrel do? It's a bluebird flying from tree to tree. <laughs> uh, you see a swarm of of bees. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, you see you see some swarms of flies, especially down by the stream. Um, you see like those little what are they called? Water spiders. I feel like there's a different name for them. Skeeters. Scooters. Walking skeeters. Um, water striders. Probably. A water bug. And yeah, it's just pretty. You know, it's a kind of honestly sort of tranquil that you don't hear anything out of the ordinary at this point, but who knows how big this forest is, right? I'm going to ask uh, one of the larger trees. I'm going to land on it and ask it if it's seen any of these two-headed bulls. A bluebird, I think is what I said, flies down kind of next to you. He kind of just like looks up, looks up, looks up, looks down. And you said you asked them what? I'll ask if, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, have, uh, you seen any large two-headed bulls around? Hello. Oh, you mean the Grimlomplins? Yeah, they, they're around here. Usually not on the outskirts, though. <laughs> I, uh, try to stay away from the, the inner parts. It's kind of scary. They're big. Sometimes they knock down trees. So they're more in the inner parts of the forest. Yeah. You can kind of hear them pretty far away. I don't know. I don't like to talk about those things. I thank you. You have been most helpful. Can you tell me which direction the inner part of the forest is? Um, keep following the stream. If you're crazy, that is. Don't go that way. It's dangerous. Uh, and it kind of just flies off <laughs> to find some more seeds or whatever it is. Bugs. Whatever these birds eat. So I'll fly down to around where Kiard is. Kiard. Kiard. Yeah, what's up? A wise bird just told me that if we follow the stream to the inner part of the forest, we can find some of the creatures that we're looking for. Stream, huh? Yes. All right. Well, you should probably report back to the uh, the cart. I'll go back to the cart and report. If something happens, make a loud noise. Yeah. No worries. So, I'll fly back to the cart and report. And I keep following the stream. Moving forward. Cool. Um, yeah, what you notice, Kiard, as you keep going through, you start to notice that the terrain gets more and more difficult. Um, there's starting to be, like, roots and stuff blocking the way that you kind of have to, you know, scoot around. And it's, you know... It's not as flat as it once was. You got, you know, hills that you're going through as well. The path anyway. The stream just kind of cuts through all of that. Is my dragon having trouble getting through here? It's slowed down is the only thing that I was saying. Do I think it's, the it's, cart would have trouble getting through here? Yeah. Yeah. It probably, uh, it's going to be a, a bitch. I'm going to go back to whatever point I think that a cart would have the most trouble at. And just stay there and wait for the cart to show up in that area. That, so yeah, you move back to this very tranquil and pretty area before before that begins. Yeah, and uh, Hootsworth, you are returning to the cart where you run into Cecil and Fen, as well as Hannibal. I would imagine that Fen is probably driving the cart because the dragons seem to like him. A bird told me that if we follow the stream to the deep parts of the forest, we can find some of those jerky machines. Oh, wonderful. Jerky the, jer the jerky machines. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Uh, by Hootsworth, by, by Jerky Machine, I do assume that you mean more of the bulls themselves, correct? Yes, the two-headed bulls. Awesome. Wonderful. Whose only purpose is um, to produce jerky for us. Right, abs- absolutely. I, I do completely understand. Um, that being do we need to abandon the cart at all? Or, or are we free to keep driving? I fly, so I can't say how well the cart will progress, but... I'm sure if Kiart thinks that there's difficulty ahead, he will tell us. All right. Well, we'll keep staying the course, then. You kind of are starting to get to the point where there's a lot of roots and things that are blocking your passage. Oh, are we? Okay. Yeah. Where you, you know, like, when you're going on a hike through the mountains, and, like, there's certain parts that are just kind of, like, fucky and vertical, and roots are kind of just everywhere, oh, and yeah. it just takes a lot of time. I mean, you could realistically get off the cart and ride the dragons individually, probably, but, but you don't know what it's going to get like further I mean, down. I said I would go to the spot where I think the cart would have like the most trouble, like where like the point of no return, essentially. Perfect. Uh, so that's exactly the point that you get to, and you find Kiard there. Yeah, so apparently we gotta follow this stream, and that's where we'll find all these bulls. Well, that sounds good to me. Yeah, we probably have to ditch the carts and the dragons here, though. I know Laurel oh. will stick around, but I'm not sure about uh, Typhoon and uh, what's the other one? Henrietta. Henrietta, yeah. Uh, you know, I think we'll be fine if we leave the dragons here. They seem to be into Fen. Just to be sure, I will tell them. Are we going to leave Fen here, too? or? What's well, I mean, deal? I'm sure that Fen would enjoy staying back here. I'm not but... sure if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. I'll go up to the dragons and talk to them. Typhoon, Henrietta. Oh, hi. We have to leave the cart here for a bit because it's difficult passage ahead. Do you think the two of you can guard the cart while we go ahead? They kind of pause for a second. Uh, well, yes, of course, but will Fen be okay? He will be fine. He'll come back to you. Oh, okay. Keep keep a close eye on that one, friendly owl. Thank you, noble dragons. Anyway, I, I, I would appreciate it if you guys could help, be, help us just turn around in case we have to run for any reason. Certainly. This is a, you know, wild I, place. I twist my head know. around to the group and tell them. <clears throat> the dragons ask that we unharness them in case they come into danger. But they'll stay and wait. Then I pause and stare at Fen until we come back. Uh, <laughs> why? What are you staring at me for? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Making it weird. <laughs> right, uh, I will not worry about it. Well, while you guys aren't worrying about it, I'm going to go ahead. And then Kiard would like take point and scout ahead. Um, yeah, so you kind of go through a bit of this, uh, difficult terrain. It doesn't let up. It doesn't get much easier. Uh, the path starts to kind of have to wind a bit because you have different trees that are in the way. Um, but it still does seem to be marked at this point. It's not like it's just completely petered off. Um, you hear a very, very, very loud thud crushing noise. It's like a Bostonian um, thud. The thoid. Yep. <laughs> There you go. It sounds more like that. It was a wicked thud. It was a wicked thud noise. Uh, <laughs> what? It's, uh, it's a Boston thud. 
you you all could just hear this very loud noise that came out of nowhere. You kind of were expecting these types of loud noises from these types of big ass things to your left. How heavily covered is this canopy? Like, is it very thick? Like, is it a very thick canopy? You can see through it at places, so it's not completely like covered. But like, are there certain areas that are like pretty dark from the uh, from the tree? Oh, cover? the sun. If you're trying to find, like, there are shadows. shadows. I'm looking for shadows. It's not. <laughs> the thing is, it's a very bright day today. So, like, where you are, yeah, sure, you could you could do what I believe you're trying to do. You could do that without issue. All right. Uh, hey, guys, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I think we're going to have to fight these guys. What's our, uh, what's our fight word? What's, what's the command for just bringing? Because I'm going to, I'm going to hide. And then I'm gonna you guys need to fight some. Quick, fucking stab him. Okay, you have to say that? quick, fucking stab him, and then I'll I'll jump out of the shadows, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then Kiara's gonna kind of just like disappear. He's going to, um, as stealthily as he can, move in the direction of the sound, but in like kind of a avoidary avoidery. He's trying to avoid. You're like kiting it on the side thing. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> he's trying to get visual without uh, like stealth. I'm trying to be stealthy. <laughs> that, that is absolutely dumbest, longest way I've ever had to say that. I'm trying to be stealthy and like get behind him. Are you using your him. ability or are you just hiding? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to use okay. it whenever I can. Sure. So you kind of just uh, jump from shadow to shadow here real quickly, kind of to the side a bit. A kind of kiting around um eventually you make it to a clearing uh where this is not possible unfortunately um but as you go along there again fuck tons of trees but when you hit this clearing it looks like they've just been completely fucking bulldozed since you got there earlier i'll describe what you're seeing and then everyone else well let me <coughs> let me let me clarify what i'm trying to do first too i'm yep. trying to if there's a clearing which i would assume there is if there's a bunch of like large bulls I'm trying to be on the opposite side of where my comrades would approach. Okay. Um, like, if you want me to make a stealth check or whatever, but... Well, okay, not, this is fine. basically, like, a hundred-foot kind of diameter kind of circle clearing type. Yeah. hundred feet. Is that big enough? That's pretty not that large. It's not. My con- that's concept like a third of, of a, is That's a, a third of a football field. Okay. Football field um, is not a standard unit of measurement. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's we'll it's a relatable it's, distance we'll say it's for twice that. the average American. You say it's how many football fields in length? People are going to get it. Well, it's two hundred. It's roughly a two hundred foot diameter. You know, two thirds of a two thirds of a football field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. There we go. You know, fuck it. We'll just make it exact now. Okay, it's 200 feet, two-thirds of a football it's, field. It's a circular it's football field. It's literally a football field. <laughs> yeah, literally. We all have helmets. It's, exactly it's just a random football field in the forest. Roll a sense. I'm doing it. Oh, that's a fucking blackjack, six out of six. Sure, so you walk up there with the plan of, of kiting this area, going around the outside and cu- to, to get to the opposite. Exactly, that's, that's where the shade is. Um, but... Short, shortly after you start to kind of make your way over there, you look over to the center of the clearing and you see a dead Grumlomplin. That's that you said you blackjacked six out of six, yeah. 
Okay. So you see a dead Grumlomplin that has arrows in its eyes. It's like laying down on its side. Do I see the source of the arrows? Uh, you see a a tan Pomeranian fairy woman standing on top of it. Do I see any Grumroplins aside from that one dead Grumroplin? Not here, just that one. Uh, I wait for a moment to see what she does. Uh, at this point, the rest of the party, you would have made it to the outskirts where you would see the similar site. Uh, you see a tan Pomeranian fairy. It's like bigger than the ones that you met before. This one is kind of like the size of like a Hootsworth or like a, a fen. You see this Pomer- Pomeranian like pulling darts out of the eyeballs of this of this creature and out of the jugulars and kind of all of these uh, specific spots. Very precise targeting the the Achilles tendons and such. Clearly, it was uh, it was taken down by someone who who knows how to aim a, a dart. Um, excuse me, there. Um. Oh, boy. Sorry, this is Tim Allen thing's gonna kill me. Uh, uh, the Pomeranian lady does like a flip and lands on the ground as she as oh. she approaches you guys. Uh yes, ex- Who's there? excuse me. Uh hello, my name is Cecil. Uh we've come to Cecil. this. Yeah, we've come to this forest because we've heard that there are, um, there's a Grumlumpkin, uh, Lumpkin problem. Uh, and I'm just wondering, would we be able to take that one and turn it into some jerky? She kind of looks, like, perplexed. Uh, I mean, you can if you want. I have no use for this. All I want to do is kill every single one of them. Good, we're here to do that as well. Maybe we could help each other. If the meat's poisoned, we can't make jerky out of this one. Hmm. Could you stop poisoning the beef so we could resell it? They are very delicious, and we would appreciate it if you could kill them in a way that doesn't ruin the meat. The attention of this of this noise is definitely going to attract more Grumlomplins. We should probably Perfect! Do- We're here to kill them. Exactly what I want is more of them to be here at this moment. At this point, Kiard would... Uh, step out from the his like hidden spot and and say, uh, "Yeah, I can get on board with your uh with your whole, you know, uh, killing them all thing." But uh, I I agree with my comrades here. We 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 probably shouldn't poison the meat. Uh, we're we're here for multiple bounties, and one of them is beef. Who said that the they're poisoned? I don't know what you mean. I I heard I heard poison. That's you killed heard. darts, did you not? Aren't they poison darts? No, they're just darts. Oh, well, then it's not a problem. Let, let's oh, go kill some shit. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. This was a whole misunderstanding. I do apologize. Kill them however you want. But not with poison. As long as it doesn't poison the meat. We're, we're good. I've been tracking down these Grumblomplins for a while now, and I kill them off when they're isolated. Wh- what's your name? My name is Bjark. Bjark? <laughs> yes, my name is Bjark. I am the last. <laughs> I am the last superfluous simple bim in this forest. I've been trying to find the source, but I don't know where to find them. Well, 
when a mommy grumplumplin loves a daddy grumplumplin. <laughs> <laughs> These things are monsters. It's not. It's more complicated. Um, but you guys would see on her face when you guys are kind of making jokes about uh, when a mommy daddy, when a mommy full <laughs> and a daddy, whatever. Grumbopolin <laughs> yeah. is the word you're looking for. When the yes, when you're doing that, there's kind of just this look of of uh, sadness that that washes over her face. <sighs> well, if you guys want, I can take you back to my lair and tell you more about these Grumlomplins. Or at least what I've been able to find. If you want to kill them, then I'm on board. But we shouldn't stay here. Uh, can you take us to the, uh, the Soul Spring? That's kind of where we're trying to the go. The Everspring. The Everspring. The Spring of Ever. We could... Tr- <sighs> I can show you the way, but seriously, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be here right now. Why not? <laughs> Unless you want to fight more of them. Yeah, There will that- be masses of them that come to follow this. That's kind of the point. We're trying to kill as many of these bulls as possible. Grumblomplin ain't nothing to me. If you can't find the source, you won't be able to figure it out. It's what I've been trying to do. You see, Grumblomplins were not always like this. I don't know what happened or what made them change, but I've been trying. If you can't find the source, they'll just keep coming. So where's the source? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so what good are you then? Hey, hey, Jared. Yes. I'm going to use Conway's trivia. <laughs> Where is and the I, source? <laughs> and I actually passed my luck check. Well, what? tell yes. me specifically what you say. Like, what question am I asking? Yeah, yeah. Like, what question do you ask? Uh, how do we find the source? Wrong question. <laughs> that is a vague question with a complicated answer. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, so Conway just pulls out like a big book. <laughs> um, fuck, how do I answer that question in a way that's helpful without? So you see uh, a two-headed cow that has black eyes, and between between these two black eyes uh, is like a cracked black gem, and you just see it's like in the forehead of of this cow-looking thing. We're looking for one of these creatures that has dead eyes and a cracked black gem on its forehead. Hey, Bjark. Yes? Are any of them especially creepy and maybe have a black gem in their forehead? Not that I've seen, but I could tell you where there's more, where there's, they're more densely populated. I wouldn't be able to take on that many at once so i stick to the outskirts well yeah you have us with you now though yes i must ask one more time can we please regroup right now we're in the open i'd rather discuss this back in my lair seems like a waste of time but whatever i don't care it does seem like a lot of it does seem like a lot of movement you know what if you don't want to, I can just point you in the direction that you want to go. No, I already said it's fine. Let's go. <laughs> Is there anything useful in your lair? Like, are you going to give us any, like, useful shit? Obviously there's not, but we just have to humor him. <laughs> All right. I, I guess that's what we're going to do then. He's obviously not right in the head. So you guys managed to make a w- make it away before before the... Uh, investigatory Grumlomplins check and find their fallen comrade. Bjark uh, begins to lead you guys through the, the passage. She leads you through the clearing. 
Uh, when you guys get to the other side, you see kind of a, a small trail and eventually you come across another clearing that has a bunch of trees that have been felled. Uh, on the far side of it, it just looks like fucking masses of trees have just been knocked over in this one area. Like something just ran into it and there's just a shit ton of them. And basically when you guys get to this uh, other, you know, pile of trash trees, she pulls back like a knotted mess of vines and it's pretty clearly a uh, little path that leads underneath into a, a big passage that you all can fit into. Uh, it's dimly lit with a with a fire, but you can't see the smoke through the through the top part. As you guys walk through there, uh, you can see some really cute tiny houses that have just been completely fucked and are just completely destroyed. Uh, through the far side of it, you see a small hallway that you wouldn't be able to fit through that are lined with a few candles, and then there's tiny little mounds with little wooden X's on top of it. Anyway, thanks for humoring me, guys. I didn't want to talk there, because it would just draw more of them, and we wouldn't be able to find the source. So you're trying to find the Everspring, huh? Yes, absolutely yes. absolutely we are. Well, if you do take the Everspring, you know that this forest will slowly die. The Grumblomplins will just move on to another place. I mean, that's what your kin told us to do back at the, uh, back at the Adventures Guild. Right. They must be very desperate. Yeah, they're all fucked up. I, I told them to unionize, but they seemed resistant to that as well, so I, I really don't know what to do for them. Hmm, I don't. I haven't kept in touch with them. But yes, the, the reason the Everspring was left here was because the Grumplomplins will eventually move on. That's why I was trying to find the source to make it go away, or to make them return back to normal. But yes, whatever it is that you guys would like to do, the Everspring... If you just follow the stream, you'll eventually run into it, for that's the source of the water. Well, gentlemen, I think that it might make the most sense for us to at least check out the source, or, well, check out the spring itself, and then maybe start hunting out this source. Yeah, but, I mean, Bjark, you don't know where the source is at all? Like, you have, you've been here for a while. Do you not know? Not that I've... I've killed many, many Grumlomplins, but I don't know where they're all coming from. Do you have any clues? Hints? Well, I mean, you want you... us to help you. Help you. Help me. Help us help you. I would say further in towards the Everspring, it, there is an area where the Grumlomplins are very densely populated. Maybe, Maybe it's within there. That would make sense, but I haven't been able to investigate. Yeah, that's that's what why, I was saying. We should just go there and just kill you? him. Well, I, if I die, I can't keep the fight going on, can I? Does this fairy have wings? Uh, so you haven't really seen these fairies before. Um, so basically, yes, they have wings, but for whatever reason, she has not been flying at all. Okay, again, the fairies are not flying. Okay. Yeah. Are, are those wings on your back just for show? No. We, I suspect that what happened is that the simple bim tree is losing its magic. Could the, could the fairies back home fly? I mean, no. I, I, as nope. I said, they were in pretty dire straits. That's the way they wanted us to come here and retrieve the gem from your soul spire or whatever. That also explains why I'm stuck in this size. I haven't been able to return. 
To what, a smaller size or like a larger size? Smaller size. Oh, I mean, uh, okay. Why? <laughs> I, we will destroy whatever you need destroyed. Just come with us and show us what needs to happen. The, the places okay. that you don't want to go, let's go there now. It's probably smart. Yeah, so she kind of leads you guys back where you were going, where you guys came from. Um, so you make it back to this path that runs along um, the stream. As you guys keep going, eventually uh, there's like no path at all. It, you're basically just following the side of a stream, and there's you know all the the only like signs that you see are that clearly there are certain clearings where uh, trees have been felled presumably by these grumlomplins. At one point, she kind of holds up her finger like, shh, stop. So let's do a little bit of stealth here, unless you guys want to get into a fight. I'm trying to be stealthy. I'll try. Stealth sounds pretty fun, yeah. What do you want me to roll? Uh, agility. Just a checker. It's going to be a 12 out of 3 agility check. Mine's going to be a 3 out of 6, so I pass. Well, if it's an opposed one, then I guess you'd be rolling against, right? Is it opposed? Well, it's opposed, if there's something I guess. there to actively detect us, then yeah, it would be opposed. Which yeah. I take it there is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. You want us to add anything other than the stat itself, Jared? Uh, Just roll agility. No, no stat add? No stat. Unless you have the stealth ability. Okay. 13. That is gonna be a 16. I also rolled a 16. I rolled I a 25. A 20. Hannibal? I was the first to say it. I rolled a 13. <laughs> oh, perfect. So, you guys still manage to hide. You follow Bjark as she kind of veers away into kind of this embankment area, uh, kind of hugging the side where the stream is, um, and you guys manage to pass by a uh fucking goddamn Grumlomplin uh without <laughs> without <laughs> I mean I I knew it you guys make your way through there and at the, at a certain point you know sh you guys are moving very slowly fortunately there's this kind of bank and it seems like there's nothing kind of behind you they're all in front of you um which would you know maybe somewhat indicative of, of where this this shit's coming from so she kind of whispers to you guys well the Everspring is further up this way, but if you wanted to investigate, I think it's going to be straight through, through there. She kind of just points forward. There are going to be a lot of these Grumlomplins along the way, though. If you want to make it to the source without too much struggle, it might be best to try to sneak. How, how far are they? She kind of says, honestly, I don't know. I've never, I've never been that far away from this stream. I haven't even been this close to the Everspring and... A while now. If uh, if it's I climbed dangerous. up this tree, would I be able to see them? I, I'm sure you would see some Grumlomplins. Grumlomplins. <laughs> Grumlomplins. All right, I'm going to climb up like a tree and try to see things farther away. Word. Roll strength. Strength? Yeah. I think that makes sense for climbing. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Six out of six. Fucking black cool. jack. Yeah, you climb up real, really... Uh, yeah, it's very, very easy for you. You manage to kind of use the the various branches as both hand and footholds to get to like shimmy your way up to the top. Uh, so you get to the top of this area 
she wasn't kidding. Yeah, there's a lot. You can actually see there are some numerous places where there are clearings and you can kind of just see these two-headed bulls just traveling around. I'm looking for roaming. one with a broken black gem in his forehead. Uh, You don't see that. No sense check. I just don't see it. I mean, you can roll. That's kind of a, a tough call. Roll a blackjack. Roll a blackjack? Yeah, okay. <laughs> roll I have a blackjack. Hit a blackjack? Yes, hit a blackjack and I'll give you it to you. You got it, boss. I got a three out of six. That's well, not a blackjack. No roll one more you. time. <laughs> if you roll two passes in a row, I'll just give it to you. No, I got, a seven, I got a seven out of six. The, the next <laughs> seven out of six. I tried to be easy. So <laughs> after watching Kiard climb up the tree and stare for a minute, I will fly up next to him and also look out. What do your owl eyes see? <laughs> I got a three out of six. What do my owl eyes see? You see the same thing that he just saw. You see some clearings and a bunch of really fucked up looking angry bulls. Um, roll one more. If you can get two senses in a row, I will just give it to you. Seven out of six. You cocksucker. Okay. God damn it. He got the same <laughs> role as I did. <laughs> I can't I can't just give it to you. All Don't right, worry, so guys. How many bulls? Th- that's this. the question. How many bulls do I see? Like 15. Like a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, like that's a lot. lot. They're in like various areas too, and they're kind of spread out. So it's not like they're packed in together. Like, you know, you could try to kite around them if you're careful. Hey, Hootsworth. Yes. Do you see this, uh, you were talking about a bull with a cracked gem in its forehead, right? Yes. You don't see it, do you? Let me check. I'll fly up over the tops of the trees and try to, like, circle around the group and see if I can spot them. Okay, uh, roll one sense. Pass. Alright, so, as you kind of are doing your circle from the sky, about 500 feet in front of you, uh... Is that far enough? Two football fields. <laughs> <laughs> Which is roughly 500 feet. That's like 600 feet. Yeah, about 500 feet ahead of you. Do you see something that's not Grumlomplins? Um, and it's hard to describe what you see through the trees. It looks like... Fucking guard A very... No, it looks like a large pile of udders like you don't know what the fuck you're looking at because you can only kind of see it through the trees but you see these weird walls almost of udders wow that's utterly (laughs) disgusting what does that mean wait wait, how what it's different and it's fucked up and it's weird and it can only (laughs) mean one thing (laughs) it's the sauce i mean it's a lot of udders it's the mama Yep. <laughs> Hootsworth, what did your what did your allies see? I saw something that was utterly disturbing. Uh we gotta keep milking this one. What kind of what kind of utter madness <laughs> are you talking about? It was a giant pile of udders. This is utterly unacceptable. <laughs> I accept all of this. I'm happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys are gonna travel forward, make sure you don't utter a word. No, it's only good when you guys do it. We will utter nothing. Wait, Hootsworth, where was it exactly, compared to where we are now? 
just shy of two football fields, <laughs> 500 feet <laughs> ahead of you guys. There are several uh, Grumblomplins along the way. It is somewhat dense, and they're kind of just roaming. So if you're trying to sneak by this thing, uh, you can either do that or fight, like, 15 of them. <laughs> is there a way we can get around it? Like, I can, like, sneak around the side? I would like say that you guys will have to do a combination of rolls and checks to try... You have to do a, a series of checks to try to find openings to make it through without getting spotted. All right. I'm assuming that we're we're going to jump down from the uh, the tree and, like, meet up with the rest of the group now. You can jump down. I'm going to fly down. <laughs> I'll, gli- say, I'll, glide, just, I'll glide just, down. Just jump from tree to tree. <laughs> All nimbly bimbly. So there's a pile of udders. About 500 feet in that direction. Yeah, it's not great. I I think that's really the um what what Bjork said was a source. Well, let's go kill it then. I mean, there's a lot of enemies ahead. I I'll volunteer. Well, I mean, if you're too cowardly, I guess. What uh... if we were to start taking them out from a distance before we started to head in there? So if you guys line up around the outside of this clearing, stay out of sight. I'm going to try to take this thing out. If I get noticed, then I'm going to need you guys to interfere. <laughs> this should be funny. Yeah, I'll be here to scream for you. Fret not, Kiard. I, I have it covered. So I'm going to try to take the stealthiest approach I can to get to this utter pile. This pile of utter madness. So uh, what you're going to be... So you're going to be doing that and... If you manage to make it there successfully, you might actually have found a path through these, is what I was trying to say. Before I make my way out, like, stealthily to, like, go attack this utter pile, I would, um, an an icy magical uh, aura to my crescent tether, and then I'd add a fiery um, aura to my axe. Okay. So you're, like, putting the boons up. Okay. Yep, I'm doing it. Um, so... You did see uh, a fair bit of kind of where they're situated from up high, but you're still going to want to roll a sense check to kind of try to figure out a a path through this where you won't accidentally just run directly into one. All right, do a sense check. I got an 11 out of 6. Okay, Uh, so you take a step out, and (laughs) so you walk out, and you see that there is a Gremlomplin that's turning around. Roll in agility. Agility check or agility check. oppose? Check. 706. Uh, so as the Gremlomplin begins to turn in your direction, you start to realize that like this is not a good situation to be in and you should jump out of the way as quickly as possible. Um, roll in agility. Check. Check. Yeah. Eight out of six. Yeah. <laughs> uh yes. Um does anybody want to aid him? No, I think I failed pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's like basically within like two steps of you guys. So if anyone sees what's happening, r- like roll a sense I, and I feel like it's impossible that we don't see if he's that close. No? If he's gonna do this right in front of me, then I'll interfere. So I'm going to shoot this thing with my eye lasers. Okay. Um. Oh, explosion. 26. Uh, you beat it. So, I, uh, 
use my uh, wind element. So I do three wind thing, wind things to it. <laughs> three wind wounds. Uh, is this this to physical? Uh, it just says damage. So I guess. Cool. You shoot wind at it, and it takes a lot of wounds. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it looks very damaged, but it's still standing. At this point, this bull, specifically this bull, sees uh, Kiard, and it also kind of sees where that attack has come from, but it doesn't quite have time to react if you guys would like to go Can I first. react and just throw my... Um, yeah. Uh, well, no, I can't throw my my crescent tether at it because it's going to not do any vitality wounds. Uh, I'd like to try attempt to like duck back into the trees so it can't see me because I'm like literally right there. Yep. Um, sure. You can just take a movement. Uh, it's at this point, honestly, you guys caught it off guard. It has no fucking idea what's going on. It just got hit out of nowhere. Like as soon as he saw someone that wasn't there before. Okay. Well, if, if, if he doesn't, <laughs> I'm not really sure what like action order we're in right now, but like, if he doesn't know where I am, then I want to, approach from a different direction <laughs> to try to get to this fucking pile of udders. Uh, this two-headed bull at this point clearly knows that someone is here, um, and yeah, it ignoring it probably is not a good idea. Currently, I'm ignoring it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to okay. get... I'm trying to get... I, I, just, I just evaded its, like, awareness of me specifically, and I'm... and I'm repositioning myself to get a better point of approach to try to get to this utter pile that it won't cool. notice me. Uh, the rest of you guys, you also are, you witness all of this. You're welcome to do something if you would like. It's free open initiative. Um, if the bull kind of, if, if the bull starts coming close to us, I'll act, but if it start, if it it's moving directly to stay... towards you guys, it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it like, notices exactly where the wind comes from. <clears throat> cool. So I just, <laughs> I just shout through the shout through kind of the area. All right, stay back, you. And I cast explosive on it. Twenty six. And you're rolling That's style against style. Yeah. Uh, three. So he takes three wounds. Sure. Um. So this bull falls over. However, the noise that you just made when you used explosive drew the attention of every single two-headed bull in the immediate area. Yeah, I was trying <laughs> I was trying to wait on it. I figured that was going to happen. Ooh. So I was waiting yeah. for a sticky situation to occur. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going to yeah. take it I'm going to take advantage of all of this and I'm going to as soon as I see that all the bulls are like aware of this sound, I'm going to use all of my actions to try to like pivot in a clockwise fat in a counterclockwise fashion. Because I'm assuming sure. we're on like the left side of these walls, right? Uh, we're like I. You can be if you want. I imagined you on the right, but it's up to you. I'm going to alter my path. I'm going to use all of my actions to move in the opposite direction of where they're attracted to. So I'm yeah. going to stealthily move myself through the trees to try to put myself on the other side of where they're attracted to to try to get to this utter pile. I understand. Uh, roll one agility check. You're going to make me do a check again. <laughs> Seven out of six. Cue it up. Ten out of, I mean, ten like, out of six. 
<laughs> All right, so you try to kite out to the side to make sure that you're not seen, and you do. There is one that like you are in the peripheral vision of. Roll another agility. Eight out of six. God damn it, dude. <laughs> um, yeah. So this one does notice you, and it stops what it was doing, and it starts to run at the tree that you're that you're currently on. What do you do? Uh oh, wait. I just I just remembered because oh. I saw something in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> We're allowed to re-roll that. a thing. <laughs> so this this last roll that I failed horribly, I'm gonna try to re-roll and we'll see if it double down. Yeah, I'm gonna double called. down on this roll. And Thank if, you, Dylan. I forgot about that. I'm starting to get really frustrated. If it succeeds, <laughs> then things are good, but if it fails, bad things will happen. <laughs> I got a 12 out of 6. <laughs> it's like literally the worst I can do. <laughs> you tried. Okay. All right. It's like so, I could not have done worse. You <laughs> did get really, really, really unlucky. Unlucky. So unlucky. Uh, yes. It's on so point the, yard. This bull notices you very clearly uh, yeah, obviously. It, <laughs> it, like, wasn't even looking for you, but, like, it saw you. Um, and it runs directly at this at this tree that you're sitting on to try to knock it over. Um, well, not sitting on. Tree, I'm, I'm, like, amongst the trees. I'm not on the trees. I'm, like, You're behind. standing on a tree. No, no, no. Identif- I'm, I'm, I'm on the ground floor. Oh, okay. Well, it runs directly at you, then. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it runs directly at you, uh as well as a tree that you happen to be standing next to. Um, roll to dodge or block. I'm going to dodge. Actually, you know what? I'm going to try to block that fucker. I got a 26. Wait, wait, no. 36. I got a 36. I rolled very poorly, and you only had to beat a 19. Uh, so you managed... Are you blocking or are you dodging? I'm blocking. You're blocking. Okay. So as it runs at you, you kind of just brace yourself and you kind of grab it by the horns uh, and it kind of pushes you back a little bit, but you don't take any any damage. Right on. Uh, I mean, how many of my actions did I use to like move around the side? You've only used one. All right. If I'm going to like if I'm going to like grab his horn and like jump over him, can I can I do an agility check to see if I like get behind him? Sure. One out of six. I fucking made a check. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, so as that. I as I block him with my buckler and then um take the brunt with the buckler and then flip over him, I'm going to land behind him and then I'm going to like just sprint toward the utter pile, the pile of utter. Sure. I'm gonna use um, all of my actions to try to get there. Cool. Solid. So I'll just sh- describe what you see really quickly, and then I'm going to kind of back travel to the other the other group. Exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, you arrive at a monstrous looking, horrific pile of like udders. Essentially, they they're all <laughs> different shapes and asymmetrical, and it's kind of horrifying. Uh, they almost look like a wall of skin that is that lines like the the forest wall in the shape of a U 
Uh, at the very central part of it, you do see a cow that's sitting on top of just like what looks like bags of udders uh, as the flesh is just kind of goopy and gross. Um, and it's and horrific. this uh, <laughs> and this this the grand udder is what it's called. Um, but the the grand udder uh, kind of sounded like grandmother, which I thought was also gross because it's udders. Anyway. The grand udder. Uh, the cow sits atop its throne of udders as, uh, you see the two black cracked beads atop, uh, on its forehead between the eyes. Do I have any actions left to fucking just split this fucker's head open? Nope. You used okay. all of your actions <laughs> to get there. Um, unfortunately, you could take one speaking action, but that's all I will allow. <laughs> I'm gonna say, bitch, you're going down. Oh, I thought you were going to call for help, but this works too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, that's cool. So all that work um, to get in there, just like, hey, what's up? So not hey, what's to- up, bitch? You're going down. It's totally different. <laughs> you're, go- you're going dirt. You're going nowhere. Uh, so, <laughs> so back to the other party. Uh, I kind of just want to describe what this looks like because it's like kind of funny to me that this is how it played out. So this this. Uh, Grumlomplin was minding its own business, and then it sees out of the corner of its eye a very poorly stealthing wolf. Owl wolf. You guys jumped owl. in to help. Owl wolf. You jumped in to help and completely felled the beast. But as you do that, literally every other Grumlomplin or two-headed bull that you guys can see just slowly raises its head, looking directly at you guys. Okay. What do you do? I will repeat myself. All of the Grimlompkins, stay put. I'm going to roll explosive L on all of them. Can you? Oh, that's right. You can use it on more than one person, right? It's like an absurd AoE. <laughs> okay. Ooh. So I'm just going to grab like 15 dice here. Okay, have fun. It's going to be fun to keep track of. 33 <laughs> is what you got to beat, Jared. Luckily, they—I'm pretty sure they have what a E rank, an E rank style. Yeah, you're probably gonna hit all of them. Uh, one of them rolled a blackjack. Great, do that uh, two that... more times and you beat me. Yeah. Uh, so you managed to hit every single bull. Uh, I'm just gonna, for the sake of simplicity, I'm gonna say there are ten of them that you managed to you managed to hit all of them. Uh, but unfortunately, the the grand utter is out of range. Oh, that's totally fine. I, I I'm more trying to hit all of them that are now looking at me. When you <laughs> trying use it to get like to, this kind you know, of AOE, not. what kind of woundage are you doing? It's one to everybody. One to everybody. Okay. So each yeah, one if of I'm them hitting t- everybody, it's one to everybody. Takes this piercing sa- sonic damage that you know their their poor little two headed bull ears are hurting real bad right now. Um. Yeah, what uh what else you guys got? What else you got? Uh those are there my are, two actions, so. There are 10, ten angry Grumlomplins that just that just uh turned at you guys. Well, you know, gentlemen, it might be best if if we start taking them out one by one. Any help would be appreciated before they swarm me. Now, <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, you look like you got it. I mean, you're probably right, but I might die before I got it, Fen. Uh, all right. So, did any of them? It was it was equal damage all around, right? There's not one that looks particularly all of them got haggard. one. There's okay. one that you guys have killed, and the others each have one wound. 
And I feel like this is going to turn into some kind of fucking Crash Bandicoot type situation where they're stampeding you guys and you're just running through a forest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Here's where the Scooby-Doo music starts playing. Right. Uh, I'm going to use an action to implement attack order. Check this out. Point at the closest one. Uh, Graham, so you issued an attack order to make all of your allies attack the nearest. Oh one? yeah, that's right. I have to special. I have to specify the type of attack. Um, stab the closest one. I don't or have punch a stabbing him, I guess. weapon. Punch okay, the you got one. it. Punch the closest one. Wait, stab or punch? <laughs> Why don't you say attack? Because <laughs> like, it says you have to specify the type of attack. Yeah, as in melee uh, or ranged. Um, I got a fourteen. Okay, yeah, uh, melee attack. Then. I mean, last time you said bop, so it's true. I mean, that's bop not it. very specific. Smack it, twist it, <laughs> pull it, twist it, pull it. Yeah, so I, I uh, upon, upon Fen's instructions, I whip out my oar and I slap the closest one across the face with my oar. I rolled a fourteen. Are they that close already? I mean, I'm. They were pretty close already. Them. Um, what did you say you rolled? 14? Yeah. Uh, plus this... an 8. Oh, sorry. 22. Or plus 8 and then an additional 1 for however many of you are actually going to utilize it. Oh, that actually something. makes a difference. Uh, yeah, you were going to miss, but you managed to hit this, this, uh, this Gremlomplin. What kind of wound are you talking about? Uh, I just do, I just deal one wound with my ore. Bam. This guy is taking two wounds at this point. Hey, just uh, fucking slap him across the face. Bitch. Slash him real hard. Yeah, what you got, my dude? Hey, uh, Jared, uh, you remember when yeah. we talked about those, like, uh, battle frying pans? Yes, are you- I know exactly what, what that is does. That, is that the kind of frying pan that I have? <laughs> Can I- do you want me to just remind you what the name of it is? Which I think will fill in the blanks for you. Yes, because all I have written down is pan. Is it called Samwai Gamgee's frying pan? No. It's it is a scrying pan. Oh right. <laughs> also, now that you look at the gem, it's very clearly shaped like an eye. Is this something I can use to attack with? Unfortunately, I don't know how that would work. No, I don't think so. You don't know how a frying pan would work as a weapon. Uh. I mean, you can attack. You can hit them. You are absolutely welcome to hit them with it. And Hannibal can as well. He just hasn't gone yet. You are absolutely welcome to hit him with it, but there's not going to be any like magical thing. But it's also not going to fuck up your scrying pan if you if you mac if you hit him with it. If you bop him. Alright, I'm going to bop him on the nose with my frying pan while flying. Okay, <laughs> like a like a flyby scry. Yeah. Hi. Oh god. What am I rolling? A with scry, the fry. if you will. I a- think this is strength. No, I mean, like, what is the rank uh, of the frying pan? It's, I would say it's a C. D sounds right. Uh, you made my knitting needles a C, I believe. Yeah, because it's magical. Yeah, it's a C. Also, you guys will get better weapons soon, I promise. I rolled yeah, not bad. So that is a 22. Plus whatever thing for using the order attack. Uh, You had to beat an 18. These guys are rolling like ass, which is good, I guess, because I kind of was worried. I was like, why the fuck are you guys doing this? Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so you managed to hit it. Uh, it only deals one wound, though, unless you have some other kind of... You, you straight up just bonked him in the face with a frying pan. It's yes. like a cast iron type one. Scrying pan. Uh, this guy's taken three wounds. He's still up. What you got, Hannibal? You said you wanted to do something, right? 
Well, I changed my mind now. I'm going to just straight up attack him. Okay. Are you using the free attack? You have to beat a nine. Okay, I just... He, I, he I already like he a does. 60 Spoiler. So. Yeah. Spoiler alert, he kills the <laughs> bull. <laughs> His dodge isn't... No. These guys aren't that bad at dodge. I don't know what the fuck's going on with my dice right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got like a 2 2 Welcome to being a DM, dude. Like, it just happens yeah. every time. Yeah, like, straight you just, like, up. Unless danger is DMing, then... It's true. <laughs> the alternative it's... is just like a TPK, so we'll see what happens. Oh, I exploded 18 times, and also I have to tear up your character sheet. <laughs> I gotta burn all your hopes and dreams yeah, tonight, basically. sorry, friend. <laughs> I got a 61. Yeah, so you, uh, yeah, how do you kill this thing? I just smash its skull open with my hammer. Which one? Both of them. One swing. Okay, so you're doing like a side swipe. Uh, you yeah. sideswipe it and you hit one of the heads and it smashes into the other head and like a Mortal Kombat kill, you can literally see the bone crushing through its skin <laughs> as the <laughs> as the rings the rings from their noses fly off like you just got damaged in Sonic uh, as it falls again to the ground. You now have two corpses at your feet. Great. Fatality. Uh, are the other ones like within range or are they like far away or what? Yeah, they're actually getting closer and closer. They all are running at you guys. Uh, about okay. nine that you can see. <laughs> Rock wall. Massive. Oh, okay. Perfect. So, uh, we haven't used this one yet. Um, which active skill should be yours? How? What's your will? Four. Uh, I feel like I didn't make anyone else roll for these things, so I'm just going to say it ju- It happens, but it's more a, a matter of how good it is. Um, here, just, just roll a wheel check real quick. Don't forget that you have a plus one if you're wearing those things. I included the plus one. Uh, right. So wait, so question. If I, yeah. have a th- I have a three willpower, but plus one, mm-hmm. plus one. You're doing a blackjack then- roll of, out of four. Okay, then I just pass, because I rolled a three. Uh, I see what you're getting at. Okay, uh, yeah, so you you do a great one. So basically, how do you how do you do this? Like, what does it look like when you're... Like, in a really cool way. So you said, like, a super cool... What's, what's the super cool thing Hannibal does? Uh, I freaking smash my hammer into the ground, and then it makes rock a rock wall just shoot up in front of us. Just giving us so much cover from the stampeding Grumplomplins. That is exactly what happens. Uh, you smash your hammer down to the ground and just glaives, I think that's the right word, of stone erupt through the ground, creating a wall. Is it glaive? Glades. Is it glaive a weapon? Glaive is a weapon. We'll just say walls of stone and keep it easy. <laughs> uh, I feel like jutting singular like stalag- pillars of stone <laughs> mites <laughs> erupt from mites the ground i was just trying to describe what it looked like um and yeah the, the you guys have like full cover at this point uh you hear loud noises as some of them that were closer just kind of helplessly well not helplessly they just smash full force into this stone it sounds but it helpless. does not it does not move <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always the go-around-the-wall approach, but... That seems like it's kind of hard, though. But yeah, you have a huge fucking wall right here. A wall of stone. Good job. Uh, 
Yeah, I... So, uh, Jared. Yes. I will perch on top of the wall and shoot down at the things with my eye lasers. <laughs> Sorry, that's a funny image. Okay, so yeah, who's worth? You fly up to the top of this wall that doesn't require an action or anything. Uh, the wall itself is probably about... It's a pretty good wall. You're like 25, 30 feet in the air. Um, so you're standing on it, just shooting down, shooting down beams. Um, who are you going to hit? Just anyone? Is there, is there one that looks like it's particularly rattled by running face first into a stone wall? Uh, one, uh, actually, let me look. I looked at that act after this. If Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so five of them, uh, ran face first into the wall. Uh, and then two of them had another one fall, like run into it from behind. So two of them seem kind of dazed. I'll attack one of those. Uh, sure. Um, yeah, so I will roll with less dice because they're dazed. 17. 16. Uh, you hit it. Hey, so that's another three wind wounds. Uh, that one falls down dead. Woohoo! I did a thing. Uh, Mike, you said you wanted to go next. You are now standing at the teat of the grand. <laughs> I am. I am standing at the, <laughs> the base the of the foot. pillar of udders. Yeah, you are near the wall the of, grand of udders. So I am going to. I am going to run up these udders, and I am going to try to smash down my uh, my flaming axe uh, into the forehead of this cow. That's on the top. What are you specifically targeting? I'm targeting the thing at the top that has the broken gems. The gem specifically. Okay. Like essentially running up the udders and then two-handed bringing down the axe, which is like flaming with magic yeah. on Sorry. top of the head of this thing that has uh, two broken gem, black gem on the top of it. Yeah. Sorry, I was just... I kind of started laughing for a second because the. Now that's what I call difficult terrain. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it, like it is. On <laughs> I am running on udders. Uh, it's just a funny image. It's kind of like parts of it, it's like almost like a wall. So I would say that this is totally doable. Um, for you to run up in this way, because it is somewhat high, you will have to roll and pass an agility check to be able I'm to get into range. I'm going to argue that because I am an owl like thing. That I can get an advantage on this because I can do glidey things. I will allow it. You may roll two, and you only have to pass one. All right. I didn't pass the first one. God damn it. I passed the second one, though. Three out of six. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as you begin to walk up these udders. Run. They, you're, I'm you running. Run. You're running. <laughs> um, you begin to slip, but you're because of your owlish, owly heritage, you <laughs> regain your balance using your feathers and then find footing. Uh, you are within range to attempt to attack the uh, the head of the Grand Utter. One of the oh, heads, anyway. I'm going to fuck this bitch up. Maybe not, though. <laughs> I mean, she didn't roll that well, either. So it's possible. So, 26. Uh, you did beat it. But I'm trying to decide on what kind of negative you should be taking for a targeted attack. It's minus minus five. I'm bringing sounds... it just down on its head. I mean, if you want, to, if you want to give me a minus five, that's Roll fine. Roll me one d twelve real quick. 
Dice, don't <laughs> fuck me over again. I'm rolling totally the same. Do it. I'm rolling the same die that's fucked me over multiple times. Well, it sounds like your fault. I got a four. <laughs> Miraculously, the, uh, you're competing with them because they had a twenty-one, and this was to see if you hit the targeted shot. Uh, they rolled a three, so you managed to win. Um, you are going to hit this gem on the head. Uh, what kind of woundage? Like, what do you three? You said fire, it does right? three wounds, so it's one fire wound and two normal wounds from that axe I I got from that dungeon. Perfect. Uh, you the impact of your blow is strong enough that the gem literally flies off of its head, uh, into the it, behind the wall of udders. Can I can I try to catch it? I mean, you are like twenty feet away, right? I mean, I'm 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 hitting it. Like on point. Yeah. Like, can I try to do an agility roll to catch it? Sure. Roll an agility. One out of six. All right. So you you run along the back wall of Utters, um, and manage to somehow catch this this cracked gem. What? How do you catch it? With my hand. Okay. I like, I like smash it in the head, and the gem comes off, and I take my left hand and I just like catch it as it flies off. Roll me a will check. Oof. One out of six. Perfect. So as you're holding the thing, you feel some sort of malice and evil, and you can tell immediately that you probably shouldn't be holding it in your hand, but you manage to resist whatever effect it's trying to take over your mind with. Does this thing still seem like a threat? I mean, it's not... not... Maybe you like put it in a bag or something. I don't know. No, not the gem. the The thing in front oh, of me the, that I just yes. I just the did grand utter. The grand utter cries out in pain, but it's it's still the utters are still there. It just uttered a cry. I'm just gonna keep milking that one. It's still funny. You've milked your last. I don't know. And then I'm gonna <laughs> attack it again <laughs> with the same weapon. Sure. That one's not as good. That one's a 16. Um, It exploded once, so it beat you. Yeah. Um, Yes. So you try to swing at it and get the second one, but you miss. Um, As it shouts, more! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I have still, I still have one action left, but I'm going to save that and let people do things. Great, sure. I'm ready so to do stuff re- now. Real quickly, real quickly, nope. let me just do the granddaughter here. So it shouts out, more! Um, and you more bulls come to aid it. Uh, oh, the gosh. number of bulls is only one. But one oh. of the bulls <laughs> turns around from attacking you guys, and it runs back to assist the grand utter. But yeah, back okay. to you guys. Cool. So I'm I'm going to kind of look around and just kind of shout, "All right, every go ba- everybody go back to what they were doing before. We don't need to do this. Bulls, stop attacking me!" And I cast explosive O again. All right. Um, I need you on the to group? beat a thirty. Yeah, on the group. All right. Uh, it hit literally every single one of them. <laughs> this is not. This is a it's clear, another one. Clear it's weakness. another one to everyone. Yeah. Uh yes, so they are now they've all taken two wounds at this point. Are they all still standing? Yes, with the exception of okay. the ones that you killed last round. 
Right. So I'm going to cast that one more time, and I just kind of, like, look as the bulls haven't moved, and I'm like, no, seriously, the bull party is over. Everyone go home. <laughs> I really wish that I gave them higher than a two style. Just so that... <laughs> <laughs> it is okay. Funny. It was a three. DM I mean, it's still... The party. Right? Hey, it is what it is. Um, It's a 40. Mobs. 40, yeah. So once again, every single one of them takes another wound. Uh, They're still standing. They all look really fucked up, though. (laughs) You've you've inflicted three wounds. I've done 30 wounds! It's almost as if they have four vitality. (laughs) This is stupid. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is utterly unacceptable. Can I, can I use order to have danger do that again? Or is it for one target? Or rules. Dylan might know too. Dylan, rules. If you do magical attack, then both danger and I can get a free attack. That's what. I, ah. That's why I was asking. So it would work. Yes. Broken okay, abilities. I would like to deal with uh, no. tonight. <laughs> I'm going to use order attack and just be like, hey, do the magic thing again. Do the magic hands again. It's. It seriously seems like you all do not understand that you should be leaving now. And I, I cast it one more time. I have a plus eight to this, right, Graham? Uh, if Dylan's doing it, it's a plus ten, because it's plus one for each of you. Oh, right. All right, so... I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, you don't have to roll anything, because none of them beat higher. <laughs> okay, but I want to. Okay, but so, I want to. <laughs> okay. Validate me. It's a 33. It's not better than the last roll. So you you once again plead with them. Um, and as you do so, the noise just echoes, echoes, echoes. And then all of their heads explode. There are horns that seem to be flying in every which way, but they all just kind of flop down lifelessly to the ground. All right, gents, I think they finally got the message. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I still have a free attack. Yes, I'm you going do. to shoot a fire laser out of my eyes on one of the f- blown off chunks of cow to cook it. Hey, that'll. Sh- oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're like, if that makes sense, it does Mike, not make roll sense. A, Mike, roll a sense real quick. Roll a sense? Yeah, Keyard, roll a sense. Uh, eight out of six fail. Oh my god! But unfortunately, you don't smell the very pleasant aroma of, of simmering meat in the distance. But yeah, you—it's. I'm uh, a little it's focused right realness. now. Not gonna lie. Yes, it's true. Um, from this point on, though, there are no more Grumlomplins stopping you guys from getting to the Grand Utter. I should hope not. For now. Can I use my last? Can I use my last action to try to kill this fucking thing? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, are you trying to target its other thing, or how are you trying to do this? Well, I already have the gem, so I'm just trying to. There's fucking two kill gems. It. There's two gems. There's one in each head. Oh, I'll I'll target the other gem. Okay. This is the end for you. God, why do I roll so? It could be fucking bad. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, 27. Yes. Um, so this time around, you still hit it in the head, but you don't hit the gem. You in, you hit it just square in the face. The granddaughter bopped it in the head, but you missed the gem. That's three more wounds, by the way. 
Yes. A total of six. Yes. Um, so yeah, you, you inflict a, a bunch of wounds on the Grand Utter. And yeah, well, what are you guys doing? Uh, probably staring at the massacre dumbstruck. Well, I assume I can pull the wall down, right? There's a wolf owl sure. on a pile of udders fighting a weird cow thing. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, but like 20 cows just exploded in front of us, so. I gotta start making jerky quick, otherwise the meat's gonna go bad. Alright, Hootsworth, let's start harvesting. Yeah, I'm helping Hannibal harvest meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, um... It's really so, weird that the core mechanic of this campaign has turned into harvesting meat. <laughs> uh, so, um, Mike, I need you to roll an agility. Well, I, I, I dodge is what you're asking. Uh, this is an area effect. So, yeah, uh, agility. Uh, that's uh, 25. Sure. So, you see these udders erupt as... Mm, it shouts milk, uh, and just <laughs> no, like they all erupt as just this like vile <laughs> white fluid explodes in every which direction. Um, and somehow you manage to like sneak yourself and vine yourself through, wind yourself through, not getting hit by this milk attack. As that happens, um, I dodge out of the way of the milk attack and i end up like there's like a blast of lightning and i end up right behind the uh the weird cow thing i'm using are you my, behind the grand utter or the other one i'm using my lightning dodge ability which says uh on a successful dodge i can teleport uh five meters per magic rank okay so where so, are you teleporting well instead of being in front of it i'm gonna teleport behind it the grand utter the grand yeah yes okay if you Sorry, need me to say there. i'm gonna say yeah. there's there's a grand utter and i'm gonna teleport behind it <laughs> so you need to specify okay so you teleported behind it yeah um it shouts out again more do i have to dodge again no it shouted out more okay um, more this time around three grumlomplins come out from the woods to aid so now there are four there but the grand utter is out of actions and currently you're still up on this kind of wall so it's difficult for these things to get you so they're just going to kind of run at you uselessly on the wall or on the utter pile well because you if you're utters. if you're behind it you're like behind i'm on the pile on the of, wall utters, of yeah. utters exactly yeah i'm on the pile of utters. and the grumlomplins <laughs> can't really get you where you are um, but yeah, that's that's it for what they can do right now, unless your party wants to do something. <laughs> they're like, nope, just cooking. They're, yep, I just mean, they're cooking. harvesting meat. Okay. That's what uh, I came here for. Priorities. Mike, Mike, you can attack, you can make an attack again. Oh yeah, now that I'm behind it, and I, I would argue that I would get a uh, a benefit to just teleporting behind it. Nothing sure. personal, kid. I will say that you get an advantage that it doesn't know where you are. Are you again trying to target the gem, or are you just trying to attack the the granddaughter at this point? I mean, I I don't. Can I reach the gem from behind it? Yes, which is why you would get an advantage because it wouldn't 
be able okay. To if I count. can reach the jam from behind it, I'm yeah. I'm you can go like loop it. it around, dude. It's like wanted. You can curve bullets and shit. I well, I mean, I'm not using my range attack though. <laughs> I'm using my uh my two handed axe. Okay, well, you can jump up, like climb up behind it along its back and try to bash it on the jam if you want. All right, I got a twelve. 23 plus 29. Miraculously, you manage to hit the gem as it flies out. Um, immediately, once this gem falls, so do you. These udders just completely <laughs> shrivel up. You're not, like, falling, all the other, per se. All the udders got real flaccid. Can I try to catch that second gem with disadvantage? Sure. Okay, I got one pass. I got two passes. I rolled two fours. I got two agility passes. So, while, while falling with style, uh, very Toy Story-like, you use your bag <laughs> and manage to catch it into the bag while falling. Um, and, yeah, when you reach the ground, you notice that there's four two-headed bull bulls that kind of just are looking around dumbfounded and kind of, frankly, confused. Uh, the... Grand Utter is just a docile looking cow. The Grand Utter, the Grand Utter's not dead. It's just, it's just confused. Yeah, it's, it's not, not dead, dead yet. You managed to remove the source. Well, I really uh, <laughs> jerked that out of you, didn't I? Moo. Uh, I rolled a sense <laughs> check to see if I could hear that and boo that from across the room. <laughs> I didn't, so that did that I doesn't. I also happen, failed my but... sense check to boo that. I appreciate Kiard, what you're doing. Kiard, based on his own insecurities, would yell, "It's a jerky joke." <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> from in the distance, yeah, you just hear Cecil scream. What you found more jerky, Kiard? Wonderful. No, you you guys have all the jerky. I I. <sighs> I did all the work to... S- <sighs> you did okay. some of the work. We killed uh, all these cows over whatever. here. Whatever, I, I don't... I'm sorry. I, don't really bulls. I mean... I just dropped ten bulls at once. <laughs> I mean, you, you did a good uh, amount of work. I'm sorry, I didn't... You didn't do all of the work. I, 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 I get it. Yeah. So, uh, at that moment, um, Bjark actually, who's been pretty silent this whole time. Uh, <laughs> Bjark, who's a little bitch. That, pers- that person that's here, Bjark. I may have forgotten that she, she existed. Did nothing. Uh, maybe. But we're going to say that she was scared. No, she ain't scared of nothing. Um, so she walks up uh, to you, Kiard. Oh, God, we need to kill these guys. Kill every single one of them. You killed my family. Wait, no, I... Do you not see what happened here? Okay, the, uh, it's kind of weird, right? But, like, I approached this pile of udders. I knocked the, these dark gems out of the head of this cow. And now everything's good. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. She kind of just grunts and says, <sighs> Sounds like you found the source. Yeah, and I, I took care of it. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to forgive these guys. No, that's I mean, totally fine and all. Thank you for what you've done. It's it's okay that you can't forgive them. I'm I'm just a bit more surprised it took you this long to find the source. Well, there's only so much that you can do by yourself. 
Anyway, forgive me, guys. I would like to be alone for a while. You know where to find me if you need I don't. Me. I understand, Bjork, but, <laughs> but hey, hey, can I, can I say this one thing? Yes. What is it? If you need to go on a path of vengeance against these Grumpopolins, here, take our card. I, I don't actually have a card, but, like, just look for our group. We're the Jerky Boys. Just like, God damn it. make sure you let us know when you kill these things. We'll we'll take care of the corpses for you. Okay, and I'm going to roll a sense check to see if I heard him say jerky boys. <laughs> <laughs> that is a blackjack. So as soon as he says, we're the jerky boys, in the distance I shout, no, we're not. <laughs> right on. Um. So yeah, basically at this point, you have defeated the... Grand Utter. I think that this is as good a place to stop as any. Uh, you guys still have to make it well, on to the Everspring. Can we kill the remaining four Grimblomblins first? I mean, you can if you want. Honestly, part of me They're thought that you guys now, were... Though. Yeah, so. that makes them easier to turn into jerky. Yeah. We have exactly. ten... We have, we have too much okay, meat okay. to make we into jerky. literally 20 tons of so, bodies I mean, to so turn we make into jerky. jerky. We make steak. We make sausage. We have so much body to turn into jerky. But no, we can keep these ones alive and feed them the jerky so we get the second generation oh, jerky. The black oh, these are the ones yeah, that right. we should keep. Yeah, so we get black mad Grumbopolin yeah, okay. disease. I'm okay, super so into can it. We, can we uh, subjugate <laughs> these Grumbopolins? I mean, the thing the thing you guys haven't considered yet that I'm surprised hasn't occurred to you is why don't you bring them back, find someone to domesticate them, and then slowly over time build like a empire of Grumlomplin meat. Okay, uh, because no one said that's not what we're doing. We're feeding jerky to them. We're working. We're doing our best, Jared. God damn it, dude! Wild caught this jerky. Wild caught Grumblomplins. Yeah, no farm raised Grumblomplins. No Grumblomplin farms. They're free ranged. Free range wild caught Grumblomplins. Free ranged force cannibalized Grumblomplins. Yes. Free range mad Grumblomplins. You know, once they eat the the flesh of their fallen brethren they become more tender themselves so first things first you guys get 25 xp 25 uh, holy fuck. Fuck. oh my god Dude, you oh killed like a million things my yeah, 25 god. xp i have yeah. 31 unspent experience oh my fuck <gasps> 101 total i'm okay. super into this Man, so you guys just fun fact. you killed like fucking like 10 of them in a boss like, <laughs> i would just like to shout lot. i would just fun like to fact. say that kiara killed a boss solo just just throwing that out there uh the boss didn't die so you didn't kill shit actually well you you solved a puzzle which is even more Ooh, congratulations good. goodly you solved a puzzle we only <laughs> killed 10 grand bomb bomb hey guys hey guys so, fun fact yeah. i have demagogue now <laughs> oh no <laughs> thanks jared <laughs> so you guys sit there um with the smell of some cooking uh, bull in the distance as ten corpses, eight of which have exploded heads, uh, sit on the ground. Um, there are horns all over the place strewn about this battlefield, and there is blood that is just soaking into the earth as, as these, as these uh, bulls bleed out. Also, there's uh, one cow and three docile uh, Grumlomplins uh, with you as well. 
Will the party ever find the Everspring? Will they make it happen? What's going to happen to the Jerky Boys? And are we ever going to stop calling them that? Tune in next week to find oh, out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> hope so. Warped Podcast. You guys can find us on Facebook. I mean, you can find not. us on Twitter. You can download the game on Drive Through RPG. You can find our dumbass tweets, and you can listen to my dope ass songs that you probably hate. Boom. On SoundCloud. I didn't put them on SoundCloud. Yeah, but we're going to. All right, maybe I will. Whether you want I mean, to or not, Jared. <laughs> put it on like Bandcamp or something. And remember. We release new episodes of Warp Lords every, every Wednesday. Wednesday. Or we'll see you at another time. Or another I'm time. I'm confused. <laughs> Probably on Wednesdays. All right. Thanks, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for sticking around, folks. 